It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Did you get this from other podcasts you saw, Christian podcasts, or, or did they get this from us? Because I've been seeing this background a lot, Listen, and I'm like, did I, they steal that from us, or did we steal that from other instrument. people? It's an instrument. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Daniel instrument. making music. Um, no, I mean, I can't say. What I can say is I pride myself on originality. That's what I always can say, because people ask me all the time, Hey, did did you did you take this from this person or did you see this? You know, I've I've had illustrations that have been that been been taken by other pre- preachers that went viral, and I've always prided myself that if I ever borrow a preacher's illustration on stage, immediately before I do it, I give them the credit yeah. for mm-hmm. it, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. So the famous <clears throat> Francis Chan one with That's eternity cool. and all that stuff like that. Mm. But so over the years, I've just defaulted to say. I've created not uh, 95% of my own illustrations have are just mine. So then if someone else is using it and in my same kind of configuration, then, then, you know, okay, they were inspired by me. They took it, but they just have bigger platform than me. And so, so it went viral. So I say that to say is I prided myself off of as originality as best as I can. I'm obviously I'm inspired by everything around me, but what I can say is when I built this set, is I did it in mind with not wanting to copy anyone else's set that I had seen. So could some have had someone have had our configuration before? Maybe so. Yeah, probably. But did um, I purposely make this set the way the way it did to be like, I want to be different than the other ones? Yes. And are there other podcasts now kind of coming out? that because all this stuff is readily available i mean you could find this stuff on you know home depot lowe's all that stuff like that so it's definitely not like um it's custom made or anything like that but it was unique and not everyone was doing video you know not every christian podcast was doing video nine well we really started planning this a year ago caleb and then we right. launched in september yeah, we yeah. so um definitely no no podcast really in the christian space besides a few were like really prioritizing video and social, like to the way that we have now, putting that work in for I don't know nine months or something like that. So, so we know that to say some things have been inspired by here. So we go, we know our music is gonna be next. I gotta, I gotta put your mic next to you, Daddy. Oh, we started already. Oh yeah, we've been started, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here burping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we got Daniel Johnson in the house with yeah. us. Worship leader extraordinaire. Daniel Johnson in the house tonight. That's composer. Tonight. Writer. That's so dumb. Have you ever directed something? You ever directed your own music video? Dur- oh, not a music video. Okay. Yeah. But you've direct- oh, choir direct- director. So mm-hmm. director. Have you ever composed music? Yes. Com- writer, director, composer, singer. Arranger. Arranger. Have you scored us? Dancer. Score for you a ever movie? dance? I, I I Kurt Franklin every every now and again. Jeez, you don't wear <laughs> you don't wear as tight as pants as he does. Do, does he, do you? <laughs> nah, I pl- never mind. My I'm man, not my man, yeah, my no, man has given the whole world his, every ounce of his body. I am not doing the <laughs> to see yeah. to see. I don't no, know that well, physically, but like yeah. to see. I've seen every crevice of his allegedly. body. And we're, and, allegedly, in worship, right? Yeah. Like man, them silk shirts are so tight. <laughs> them jeans. <I>, what? <laughs> 
That's a wave. I didn't see it. If you For told me 10 of you years who ago. I think that gospel music has gone too far. Uh, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> nice. I'm just saying. He's going to keep pushing it. He keeps pushing it. If and you would have told me 10 it. years ago that there would be worship leaders <laughs> that were that would wear one button like Freddie Mercury. in their button button up, you know, or dress like Freddie. <laughs> I wouldn't have believed it. I, w- I would have said, there's no way. And I, I, I it's no kind of weird for me. I, I feel like we, we put them in that category because they lead congregations in songs that are worship genre. Genre. Is that a word? Yeah. Genre. 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 I put an ED at the end. It is now. But it, mm. So it's like, I like to consider, there are a lot of vocalists out there, right? There are vocalists and pastors are like, we need someone to lead the congregation to worship. They see a clip. They see, oh, you can sing. Put them over worship. And then you have this vocalist who's leading worship, but I wouldn't categorize them as a worship leader. Correct. They don't train up anybody. They don't raise up anybody. They don't know how to get the congregation involved. Mm. They're doing riffs and runs over everything. It's like, and I'm not, I'm not perfect with what I do. minister of music, as I put it. <laughs> yeah, they're not ministers of music. They're like vocalists who happen to take the worship leader spot. And I know we created that. That's not in the Bible for us to have worship leaders, blah, 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 all mm. that kind of stuff. We created all that. And that's fine and dandy, but as far as what we know to be a worship leader, there are vocalists in those positions. And if those churches and the pastors allow that, it's like, hey, do what you do. So when I think of yeah. the one button, it's almost like I, 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 I know who you are. You're a singer. You're a vocalist. But when it comes to Worship leading, you're over, in, you're in front of a congregation, and a lot of times, not a lot of times, all the time, they're looking at you for cues. Mm-hmm. And we only think cues like when we modulate and go up, they're looking at your style. They're looking at your dress. They're looking at what's okay for them to wear into a sanctuary. So because they think if mm-hmm. the pastor put them on stage, if the pastor has enough confidence to put this person on stage with shirt all open, then it must be okay for me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times going to the grocery store, walking down the street, whatever, where would you wear? But we have to be careful what we project in front of people. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's you're not coming like from a... the beach and you're walking back to your car and you yeah. just threw on your, you know, exactly. your button up and you're, you know. Right. And I get it. Like, that's a touchy <laughs> subject. A lot of people are like, well, they shouldn't be looking like that and all things are pure to those of you who are pure and all that kind of stuff. I get it. But still. Yeah. It's just, you just don't well, want to I know, I know, like, w- like, it w- do you have a mindset behind your clothing? Because you're very um, conservative, conservative earth tones, like just very simple. Because that I noticed Kojic, that, that church, yeah. church, church of God in Christ, Christ yeah. my boy. Yeah. You know, I didn't yeah. join in; I was born in. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, glory to God. You're See that, Elder Daniel. That means Elder Church Daniel. of God in Christ. No, but <laughs> you you let your gift speak for itself rather than your clothing. I, right? I, yeah, I would love for people to concentrate because when you look at the platform, there's a lot to focus on. You got the band, you got the lights, you got the screens, you got. The yeah. vocalist, you have our stage presence, you have our front-footedness, you have the lyrics, you have our vocal abilities, you have the melody of the song, you got all this. The last thing I want to do is have you focusing on I'm just, my crotch. So I'm not going to wear oh. tight, mm-hmm. tight pants. And if I do, I'm going to wear a long line shirt that covers that part. So when it comes to my yeah. style, the only things that, thing that might be a little bit flashy is my shoes. Yeah, and you, and you, you, don't, and you, don't, you don't always be tying your shoelaces. Yeah, they just hang over like sometimes. A, just, <laughs> is that like a thing for you? Is yeah, that like sometimes. A, like what? What are you? Seventies baby, eighties baby? Like what do you consider yeah, yourself? I'm eighties baby. Eighties baby. Okay. Yeah. So like, like the big, not floppy shoes, but like just putting them on and just walking around so they won't be tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think Daniel's gonna lose a shoe, and you never have. <laughs> <laughs> never. Because they're fitted. They're they're my size. You know. Oh, nice. <laughs> they're my size. They're my size. But yeah, I don't I don't want people focusing on all of that kind of stuff. I like to look nice. But if it's about open shirt, the chain hanging down, and for those who do it, knock yourselves out. Mm. I just, I don't know. I just don't want to do it. 
And maybe mm-hmm. that has to do with me. I'm 44. Maybe that has to do with me being 44. I grew up in church of God in Christ. We were mad conservative. Matter of fact, I just, um, I had up a friend and I called her because we were watching uh, after Mother's Day service. Uh, my family and I, we sat out, we were just watching, you know, stuff and pulling up YouTube. It was like, oh, there was a guest at West Angeles. Church of God in Christ. So we pulled up West Angeles Church of God in Christ, and I have a bunch of friends there. I love West State. Bishop Blake. And the guy leading, this was a shock to me. You have to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy leading had two hoops in his ear. Now, I have no problem with that. I wear earrings. But when I'm looking at Like Kojic, dolphin hoops? No, like, like, like earrings. Like, just, they were, like, probably oh, that big. okay. Like, like, uh, like Sinbad type. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm taking you. No, like, <laughs> I'm thinking you meant like ghetto girl hoops. No, like, they did not have that would have been weird. That really would have been weird. But if you know the history of West A or right. Kojic, period, for nobody sure, nobody gets on the platform with who Bishop Charles Edward Blake's church. He had on hoops, and I was just like, now my thing is, I wear earrings here. I won't wear hoops because I, I just don't want people thinking. You know, it, it's, it's a long story, hoops. but it just takes a lot. People come with all this stuff on their minds, right? Then they get to the platform, and like I said, they got all this stuff. You don't want to be after a about five minutes. Then they're centered in on it's worship time. Yeah. I don't want all these extra things to get people. I want you to be centered as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. I want you to walk in mm-hmm. and like, whoa, let's go. What's the first song? But when you got to navigate through all of this and then after five minutes, oh, yeah, we're worshiping. So the more distractions that happen, the longer it takes for people to really hone in on what your responsibility is to give them in that moment, which is leading them into or making them aware of the presence of God. I'm not trying yeah. to be all super deep or anything, no, but it's man. just no. It's a true. That's how it's, I look it's, at a, it. it's a pro. I think it's appropriate to the to the atmosphere and the culture that has been established. I mean, I think that I definitely think there's a line that that can be crossed that isn't appropriate in in any any setting. So I think, mm-hmm. uh, I think for for women, you know, leading worship or being on the platform, something I, me and my wife talk about all the time is you know, she'll get ready because maybe she may be on for exhortation and something like that. And what may be appropriate for, you know, us to go to dinner, I'll, I'll have her turn around and I'm just, I'm just, you know, looking at her and going like, will you be a distraction? You know, and, and, and she know, and I'm not putting that on her. That's something she wants to do because she grew up pretty conservative. So she's saying, Hey, does this accentuate my figure too much? Is this appropriate? She'll lift up her hands, make sure like nothing starts like coming undone because she Mm -hmm. wants to be respectful to everyone that comes in and not necessarily push this line. Mm-hmm. And so to me, Ashley dresses very, very conservatively and very modestly. And I've kind of even pushed her to go, hey, you know, like, like, you know, dress up a, a little bit more. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, this, my figure, that. And so I say that to say, like, you have to be mindful in the atmosphere and and the culture that you're in. So where where something may be okay at Abundant, you go to West A, yeah. and so someone wearing earrings at Abundant or having tattoos at Abundant, well, at West A is yeah. going to be a little different or yeah. or at someone else. I mean, I've even spoken at places that were very conservative, and me knowing I you know I got tattoos on my arms, my hands, yeah. all that stuff like that. You know, I've told them, um, hey, is, it, uh, is there appropriate dress? And then I've noticed they'll wear suits or whatever. So I'll say yeah. I'm going to wear a suit. And sometimes they'll actually say like, hey, no, we're actually trying to uh, like kind of shock our congregation. Like we mm. were trying to get them to, you know, because we want to get people from the city. Oh, that's cool. And so will you oh, actually God. wear 
uh, like a button up, like a sleeveless button, not sleeveless, but like I'm wearing right now, yeah. where you wear, where you, where you show your tattoos. Yeah. Because we actually are trying mm, to yeah. push against that, that atmosphere, and, and you'll actually, we're having you because you're going to like, your look that is going to help us challenge our leadership, challenge our congregation, yeah. challenge us to start accepting more people that maybe even look like you, Adam. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's be, and then I've gone to other places where they say, like I preached in the hood, and they say, hey, we do... Um, like, we want you to cover all your tattoos because some people from the hood are going to be evaluating my tattoos to see if I represent some type of some type of clique or some type of area. And so obviously none of my tattoos do that. But their default in the hood is going to start first while I'm preaching. They're wow. going to spend 10 minutes wow. to see, do yeah. I have any tattoos that see? represent a gang pass? Do I have any tattoos that represent right? And so then those places, I'm putting on a jacket. And I think there's no right or wrong. It's like, oh, Adam, should right. you just go remove all your tattoos then? It's like, no, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'm respectful to that atmosphere and that culture. And then once I buy right. those people in with my testimony or, or my my ability to preach the word of God, then those people who maybe have that gang pass or whatever will come and receive me yeah. um, and, and, and know, okay, I don't have any gang history or anything. So it's both, it's kind of both sides. When, when, but, but, but I think everybody should be conscious about it. I don't think anyone should just be like, I am who I am. Yeah. I, like, that's not in the Bible. Yeah. You, you are who you are, you know, <laughs> not when it comes to... <laughs> become all things not, up yeah. so that I may win. What was that? Paul? Who was that? Yeah, become uh, all things so, so that you may win some. Yeah. And it's like that... And that all things, but, you know, mm. and that has an application <laughs> in a sense, right? Like, not, <laughs> yeah. yeah, not everything. So this idea of like, well, I am who I am. I'm going to be who I am. Like, that's rubbish. There yeah. are people are different cultures. People have different customs. People have different things there that they're, is. you know, we've gone to churches where, where my, yeah. my wife has had to uh, wear a skirt below her knees. You know, like, you're just being respectful to those communities. Could you say, yeah, they should polish this up a little bit or whatever? Yeah, okay, but... Mm-hmm. Who am I? Like, yeah. I'm not trying to change 500 people's, mm-hmm. you know, conviction right. by showing up in their door and just, you know, basically dropping the mic on them and, you know, type of thing and then walking out. Right. And, I, and I don't think I don't think necessarily even a worship leader should should do that in that sense of I am who I am. That's why I'm going to wear, you know, a silk shirt. Uh, button down and then I may be a girl and I'm going to I'm going to dress this type of way that l- looks more promiscuous that you would see a because I see that sometimes with the Christian pop people is like mm. the women are like dressing much more like um, like Rihanna or whoever else and because they're trying to wow. be like poppy you know or, yeah. or do that type of thing and then you think to yourself like you know well I think that I think that's drawing the line. one thing if you're doing music entertainment okay yeah. but when you're like come in we're gonna worship God this is atmosphere there's got to be a line and every every church has its own yeah own thing and I remember traveling with Israel and Newbreed and we would have you know flights and this and we'll have the assignments that go out ahead of time email to us and we'll say this is how we're this is our attire Mm-hmm. And sometimes it was outdoors. It was a festival. It's shorts and t-shirts, and it's be hot. We're dope, yeah. like you yeah. know, sneakers or whatever. And other times it was tie. And most of the times when it was a tie, we wore a jacket or a vest or whatever, because we knew. Now we could, and I remember I'm not gonna name the group, but there were some members of another group that went out and they're wild and you know, and I love them all. Like they're my family still. Like they are. Was like it B2K? Radical. No, they're no. Christian. They're gospel. <laughs> And I know who it is. No. Their leader, don't say nothing. Their leader this pretty old, much was this like. This is a long time ago, right? This is a long, oh yeah, this is right. like 15 years ago. I'm old. This is yeah. like 15 years ago. So and they were like, well, you knew who you were getting when you called us. So this is our style. So if you don't want our style and everything that we bring, then you don't want us. And like you said, that's kind of rubbish. It's like, 
I'd rather acquiesce. I'd rather adapt to your culture mm-hmm. at your church and just say, let me come in low. Let me come in this way. Let me wear this. Cool. And be radical with what I have on to the points where people are like, yo, I receive that. I respect that. Because we're not done. We know that your clips and everything outside of this particular church, it's going to be you wearing whatever you wear, blah, blah, blah. But there's nothing wrong with coming in, like you said, and just adapting to the culture. I, I think it's a greater right. reach. Right. You could either say, no, yeah. I'm going to be who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't want your engagement. Or you could be like, nah, let me put this on. And yeah. Hopefully I win some. I just think it's yeah. real simple for me. And then it's different if, like, mm. you're going to ask Daniel Johnson to come and do four hymns for you. Like, you probably asked the wrong guy <laughs> to come and do four hymns for you, right? But I, I, might, you, I, might, you know, I like, might do it. it but, and I'm not talking about, like, gospel hymns. I'm talking about, like, you know, like, the oh, yeah, old, if it's Gaither, old, I would you know, probably like, won't. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> exactly. So that's what I'm I mean. It's like it up a bit. there's uh, a side yeah. where like you are who you are, and, yeah. and that's the element. It's like mm. the way I'm the way I'm the way I worship. Like you're much yeah. more of a charismatic uh worship leader. Um oh. so if someone coming in and combining you and we, hey, we only want you to do Gaither, the response at that moment on the front end is like, maybe I should point you to some people who could probably yeah. do this better than you because I don't want to hear whether I did it well or didn't do yep. it well. Like, because I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna have to worship right. the way that I'm known to worship, right? So to me, that's someone being them, right? Mm. But 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 not affixing to their, if you have an earrings, they say, hey, would you mind take those out for us? Hey, it. do you mind, um, you know, put, putting, do you, do you mind getting a haircut? You I'm, know, I'm, like, well, it's I haven't like, done that. You know, I ain't done shaving no but beard. But whatever nope. that is, whatever, right? Not shaving a beard, but if it's <laughs> no, just, just like, hey. I was pointing out a certain denomination where they're, yeah. they know not to invite me. Cause and there's other denominations where you're not allowed to have a shaved face, too. You know, you wow. have to have a beard, right? So, wow, wow. really? Yeah. What are those? Those are like um, some of the like, um, it'd be like some some sex within like the Messianic Jewish community, wow. not shaving your sideburns. They also oh, yeah, take that kind of the sense. beard and stuff like that. A lot of Orthodox. So, yeah, it's I don't like, know if that's a requirement for Orthodox, is it? Eastern Orthodox? No, it's not a requirement, but, it, but it's, it uh, it's, he- it's heavily within the culture. I mean, yeah. you would look odd if you shaved your face in the Orthodox community like as a man. Mm-hmm. If you were, it's, it's like, you, yeah, you're trying to be an adolescent boy <laughs> if you do that in their head. Like, you're, if you, in some of the Christian community, like, <laughs> the if you Orthodox is the most alien. <laughs> I would Christian join it tomorrow if I could wear their outfits. I, it's crazy. It's, uh, so I love them though. I love them though. Shout out to our Orthodox <laughs> brothers and sisters. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, what do they even do for worship? That's a good question. I've never. I don't. I'll never check. Well, it's very they similar. Chant? Yeah, it's very similar to Catholicism. It. it um, they obviously the Eucharist is involved, so so communion is a weekly thing, and then um, the incense. So so it's ceremonial. It's very similar to Catholicism. Mm. So it's much more like a ceremony than it is. It's a weekly ceremony than, than it is like what we would think a church service is. You can find them online. But Do they have like um, actual like ministers of like music where it's like a worship leader. No, that has so a even voice? in the Catholic Church for the longest time, they tried to do it now to kind of compete with evangelicals. They'll have a contemporary service where they'll have a guy with an acoustic guitar you know type of thing but other than that it's, <laughs> it's someone who comes up and then they you know and we've seen it like at we grace but the they edge. have music they do they do band but turn to this page this is the one we're singing and one two three and then maybe an organ 
at that, right? They'll have, maybe have an organ. Ooh. So, uh, which is the big ones, right? Oh, the big pipe mm. drums. The yeah. big pipe organs, and the organ will keep your flow, and everybody will, God bless. <laughs> I love it. I love it. it I love it. Now well, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to Google I it to like, see what kind I mean, of, I'm, I want to see what, I what like that is. I like it. It's not for me weekly <laughs> worship, but, yeah. Yeah. you know, the see what times I've partaken in it, I mean, the, the, the truths and the lyrics are the truths and the lyrics. And I don't need music to be any particular way to worship God. I, I can go to any church. I mean, I, I gone to churches where they're worshiping in Korean, and I'm, I'm going to get mine in. You know, True. like, I'm going to worship. True. Like, I feel you. I'm, like, I, might, I might be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if I would have to listen ahead of time, because if you... I probably would be looking around like, okay, what are they saying? Well, that's, but that's just because it's foreign to you, Exactly. Though. That's so it. You, it doesn't yeah. mean it's not, you know, necessary. But if or, I made or, you go through it ten times, you know. Yeah, then I'll be like, all right, this Acquired is... Acquired taste. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, is, there, is there any... I have this question. Is there any... <laughs> I'm being funny with this one. Is there anyone who gets on our stage to exhort or do anything who you feel might... <laughs> oh, gosh. What is Daniel about Uh-oh. to do? <laughs> who might, you know, be in anything tight or... You know, revealing anybody? Oh wow! <laughs> on ours? Interesting. Yeah. Male or female? Either. Male, Male or female. female in mind. Here's here's a better way it's... to put it. There are individuals <laughs> who are distracting. Mm. I I won't say what they're wearing is inappropriate. Got you. But how what they have ensembled on is a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I've gone to many wow. churches where it's like that. Where it's like, yeah, you're free to wear that, but why? I, now I'm just thinking, like, did, 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 did you maybe get dressed in the dark or something like that? Have you ever you know, have you ever um, had a woman on I mean, your team who who dressed uh, too promiscuous? You had to like consistently, and you had to like before. Her? Yes, be, like, before when what? I say before, before I mean what? like over two years ago. Yeah, and be like. Mm, that's not mm. so we put in our, our bylaws and everything. No sheer stuff, no sleeve of stuff. That's why they don't wear that stuff. Because it's Yeah. And you know, the women are like, Oh my God, but the men need to grow up and they need to blah blah blah. This is my my, my body, this is <laughs> how I'm shaped and all that kind of stuff. We had one in particular, and she still goes here. But for some it's just unfortunate. If if they if they if mm. they if they are larger, yeah. you know, on the top, it's, it's yeah. just because many of those like, what my, do you our do? sister-in-law, Sanat, I mean, yeah. she struggles with that. It's like is like what could be appropriate for my wife to right. wear immediately. Sanaz puts it on. It's like well, inappropriate right. because because of, of how how a woman's figure may lay differently. Yeah. And so sometimes it is. It's just like it it's it's an unfortunate reality. And, and normal- to me, it's not even distraction of just men. It's like there are women here who used to be prostitutes and strippers who are or or just in general were promiscuous. What? So That's so you're you're like your distraction to them too. Not yeah. just, not just the men. You know, and in normal light, um, it looks different. And we have to remember we have stage lighting, and when that hits you from the back, yeah, it silhouettes everything, and then it hits you from the front, and then you can actually see through from the back to the front. Mm. So that's why I mean, wow. yeah. So we've had those situations before where the production coordinator, or whatever, would be like, "Hey, Daniel, um, uh, Miss Miss whatever her name is, so and so, you might want to have a conversation with her because all her goodies are being shown." And I'm like, "What?" So they'll review. I mean, because we don't know during sound check, yeah. it's a whole different light, and then lights, camera, action. Mm-hmm. Got me saying, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Like, you can oh, see everything. <laughs> 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 at, least we, at least we'd go viral. <laughs> <laughs> that will be our controversial moment. Yeah, yeah. So let it happen. And I've been That's one of those people viral. too that have had to, you know, feedback back like, "Yo, Daniel, or whoever's been the worship leader over the years, like." Mm-hmm. Yo, this person may not. You may have to talk to them. Other times, sometimes people, people, you know, be coming in sweats, and it's just, <laughs> hey, you know, like, 
we like to honor our it's just our culture right like maybe if you're in hawaii you you, you know you'd be in sweats and swim trunks and lead mm-hmm. worship you know where we're at in Rancho no. Cucamonga, we don't necessarily have that culture in that sense. And not I'm not relaxed. saying like you know nice joggers is one thing or something like that. But when you're like really wearing, you're wearing like you look loungy, you know. And um, there's there's nothing wrong when you're at home and you're chilling yeah. with God. You know, you could sit, you could stand, you can bow, you can lay down on your back. You're pl- praying to God, whatever that is. There's just a certain expectation when we come together. There's just a certain expectation we have, and some people get offended, like. If but you went to people... Disneyland and an employee was playing an instrument in sweats and a t-shirt, you'd be right. like, hey, what's going on? But you that's know? when the hypocrite <laughs> yeah. shows. That's yeah. when people like streaming the hypocritical and they don't even know it. They're like, oh, but yeah. yeah. I've had trust, many conversations with that. I have people who just want to wear what they want to wear. And again, those who want to do what they do in their church, in their setting, that's fine. We just have rules here. Yeah, we re- we redid we did recently. I re- we recently had a thing, <laughs> and uh, it was a it was a contracted person. Because sometimes what we want to do for Christmas or Easter, we just may not have that gifting in our church. So sometimes we will um, find it, it. Mostly, it's not a singer. We'll do that, but we'll do that with a with a musician. So mm-hmm. if we want to particularly play a harp or something like like they're not readily available. So you'll contract a harpist <laughs> to come and and play right. And so the harpist isn't the exact example I'm using, but we had someone that was contracted and. And they came in, they came in as if they were in, in like a three week bender in terms of their clothing. Like it, it was loungy. It was like they woke up and showed what? up to play. Yeah, how's this a shock to you? Yeah, this I was recent. I had the this. picture. This is I, yeah, recent, I don't right? want to give anything away, but. Oh, yeah. wait. But it was like. Oh, oh, oh. So everyone's wearing suits. Wait. Well, was it a Gen you Z? Know? Probably a Gen Z no. person. No, it wasn't. Oh. It wasn't. That's something I see a Gen Z I'm doing. I'm trying like, to think yeah. of where this was. Hey, Come on. Um, it, don't mess. Oh, that, oh, but oh, because you said everyone was in suits, but they wouldn't, we wouldn't. So that's what threw me off. I mean, everyone was dressed up, right. is what I'm saying. Not oh, suits, but sweats, everybody, everybody was and a sweatshirt. Yeah, and on I a mean, Sunday morning. But that's something we didn't think we'd have to. <laughs> but I text Daniel. I'm like, we'll pay for it. Send them to Target. Like, I, have them. <laughs> you would think you tell people we're doing a church service on a Sunday morning. I didn't think yeah. you had to tell that person. Like, we don't have it in our in our. Uh, Expectations when we hire these people. Oh, by the way, don't wear Uggs. We you just yeah, never would think yeah, to say that. Yeah. It is in there now. Yeah. Oh, and then the same. But service. usually, if they're a string player, a horn player, they only get hired for professional things. Right. So normally, like no one hires strings or horns or anything True. unless it's 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 business yeah. casual mm, or above. True. No one does. Like, That's what threw me. And yeah. when I saw that mm. person actually doing sound check, I thought, oh, they're going to change. I didn't think that they would. Because that happens like a lot. That. That's like your team will show up and they're loungy, but they're just yeah. doing rehearsal. Then you right. guys run in the change. back and you change because you guys got to, which yeah. I'm very thankful. I Like I'm so thankful for all worship leaders across America mm-hmm. uh, and worship teams because the amount of dedication they have to have to their church yeah. every week. Yeah. That's what people don't realize. Like yeah. besides the few on the team that are like being paid to put together the worship and it's a lot of work that uh-huh. alone is a lot of work rehearsals knowing people you you have to hear someone sing and go oh you're a tenor you're a soprano let, now let me get you better you know like it's such a hard work and then on top of that these individuals who are volunteering are showing up at depending on what your church is yeah. 4 a.m 5 a.m 6 a.m yeah. mm-hmm. and then they're staying to the last service because you can't teach three different groups that worship set for the week. I mean, it's a complete waste of time. So right. the people you're asking for is, hey, we need you all day. Yeah. I mean, it just, no, no, mostly almost no other ministries in any church in America 
has that expectation for any of their volunteers. You can yeah. go serve in children's one time, and you can go to a service one time, yeah. but but not any of the worship teams, and then they got to go to a rehearsal during the week. And so I will say a pause, and mm-hmm. I will say a shout-out to anyone that sings and leads worship um, at their church or plays band volunteer yeah. at their church. Like, you are seriously an unsung hero in the church because yeah, churches sure. would not be the yeah. same without what you guys do cool. every single week, regardless Real of cool. the type of music that's being sung. Yeah. Every person is sacrificing a lot. Their kids are sitting around. You know, like, I just, I remember that growing up. It yeah. was it was us who were the pastor's kids, and then it was usually the worship leader's kids mm-hmm. that were just, like, yeah. running around yeah. because yeah. anyone else, they were kind of being able to, you know, parent was able to serve one service and dip, yeah. so... So shout out, kudos to your team, every other yeah. worship leader in America. Yeah. Straight 330,000 up. churches in America, all of which do singing on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So at the very minimum, you do two or three worship leaders in America. There's over a million people leading worship every Sunday. Yeah. Like yeah. Giving their time. And not many are in our circumstance where they can have those people employed, right? Mm-hmm. So 90% of those are all going to be giving of their own time uh, serving and volunteering, yeah. which is, which is huge. And, and I know. feel like music is 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 the it, in a, in a, it's the pinnacle of connection with God. I think this was something uh, I've mentioned Howard Storm in the past. He had great influence on me. His near death experience, and um, I mean, take it for a grain of salt, but I I find his testimony pretty convincing. And he's a he 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 died as an atheist art teacher, uh, painting, and he asked Jesus, "What's the <clears throat> You know, when I get back to Earth, um, he died and had a hell experience, and then Jesus rescued him, and he had this experience with Jesus, and um, he he asked Jesus, you know, when I get back to Earth, I just want to do whatever most connects me to you, most glorifies you, Mm -hmm. and he was like, I'll build you a cathedral, I'll do this, I'll do that, what, like, what's the, what's the one thing I can do, and he said Jesus told him music and singing. Mm. If you were to choose something that God enjoys the most, because he said, and, and he saw this in heaven. Like I said, take this with a grain of salt. I know right. all, of the, all of the real, you know. But uh, you'll get a lot of subscribers if yeah, you keep yeah, doing yeah. episodes <laughs> like that. Yeah, all those all deliverance of, guys are going to start the, popping up. I know all, the, all you reform types are going to crucify <laughs> me right now. But he said, but this really. You were the people's champ up until you just said <laughs> that. You see dead people. <laughs> but I'm like. But here's why, like, because I'm like, I am like the the, the last person to want to. Wanna, You're a pure skeptic. To want to say cynical. this. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, that's not even the I'm vein I'm going down. Oh, I'm I thought you were going to be like, I'm not the type that <laughs> No, I am the least musical inclined person on earth. Uh, seriously, I am stoic. Wow. If I feel anything during a worship, it means you did a really good job leading worship. I, like, it's all natural. I am just like, just I am. I'm. I'm just in my head. I'm an intellectual. I'm. I'm a stoic. Wow. But but when he said this, it was like, dang, I really got to work on this weakness of mine then, wow. because he said when he was in heaven, Jesus was giving him a tour of heaven, and he said, um, all of eternity is 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 constant growth into godliness. You know, we think when we die, we're just gonna be like the godliest we'll ever be, the most, the perfect we'll ever be. We'll be sinless, but. But eternity is a progression of constantly becoming closer and closer to God, which is infinite, so it's going to take eternity to do that. And so um, it's constant growth, constant um, evolution, so to speak, of our souls. And he said wow. that the highest pinnacle of, 
of that is what's what what he calls the heavenly choir. And it's like the pinnacle of heaven. It's like the ultimate experience of God. And this is where those who reach the highest levels of holiness um, engage in constant worship, and they they partake in this heavenly choir. And um, it was just a profound image that really expressed the importance of music and the importance of being in a choir, the importance of, of singing, and why I think people, uh, worship leaders and singers and choir members and, and, and people in bands are willing to sacrifice the hours that they do because I think there's a, there's a satisfaction and there's a joy that's, oh, that's not common to any other sort of experience yeah. in the church. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. People, yeah. people want to be want to be used, and we know we had a choir uh, here, and as soon as we got rid of the choir, we didn't really get, well, yeah, okay, we got rid of the choir. We consolidated it we in consolidated. a sense because of the work that... Also audition people over again. Yeah. People's commitment level <clears throat> in the church in, in today's age, 2023, has, and even 2020 or 2019, has become less and less. Yeah. And that was a big... Absolutely. Aspect of it oh, is, yeah. is is yeah, to I, ask I choir members yeah. to be here. Like I can ask six singers to do that, yeah. but can I ask fifty choir members to come in at six a.m. and then mm-hmm. to leave at three p.m. and then? And, and in my experience, when they yeah. did come, half of them came twenty percent ready. Yeah, and we could see that. We could play back some of the. I'm telling us, we could play back some of the videos, and you know, choir members up there watermelon. We say watermelon when they don't know the words. Lord, you are watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> and you, I get frustrated. I turn around. I'm looking at people like, you didn't study it. We rehearsed it. Told you to pr- bring out your phones and record it. You get up there. You give us anything. And I don't yeah. like that kind of stuff. That stuff really makes me upset. So getting rid of the choir, yes. Having the certain – we have 28 vocalists, 26 to 28 vocalists, who we split amongst uh, four teams. And they come every Sunday. And then fifth Sunday, we make up a team or whatever. I want to ask you this question, because you said uh, when you when I moved, you, you've done a really good job. What what moves you during worship? What what? Because Pastor Adam, I know he's like, he's like he cries maybe you know once every what is it? I teared I I teared up twice <laughs> in one. Not that our I, mission is to make people three, cry, right. but well, you yeah, well, I mean I think part of part part of our I mean part of our faith is there is there is an emotional expressive. That's Absolutely. why I never liked when people say like. Oh, that thing in church, like maybe more of the reform camp is put in the charismatic camp. Like, oh, oh that's just emotionalism. It's like, yeah, when you're reformed, it's... you guys go to hockey games and football games still. <laughs> yeah. Like, I see you moved by emotion right. all the yeah. time. Exactly. When I come and I hit your car and I rear end it, you yeah. come up and you show me a lot it's of emotion, emotion yeah. right? Why, yeah. why, why could God not get the best of my emotion? I've never understood that. Even as a guy yeah. who, like Caleb and our whole family, is very stoic. Um, we're uh, very logical as a whole family. You can go keep going up the mess of men to the grandfather, great grandfather. I mean, not a lot of expressive emotion. Very passionate, very Hispanic in that mm-hmm. sense. So we we all are passionate in everything that yeah. we do, but Even we Pastor do not Nathan express like, cheers and shouts and cries. Yeah. And so so yeah, I mean, I don't. You know, I I teared up twice this week, and that last time I cried was three years ago when my 
father-in-law passed. So wow. that was my last tear, you know, from wow. this past Sunday when my dad announced that I'd be, uh, he'd, wow. he'd be, step, you know, stepping aside at the end of this year. And then the whole church stood yeah. up and gave an applause, which caught me off guard. That's great. And so that brought a lot of emotion <laughs> because I great. had convinced myself everybody hates me. You know, wow. that's just what your flesh does, right? Yeah. Mm. Saturday night was the most depressing night, one of the most depressing nights of my life because I knew that announcement was happening and it was like, like if P, if people don't if people aren't for it I'm gonna I'm gonna like wow. I'm gonna go walk away. Oh, Not that I need people's well, approval. Yeah. We know yeah. that, right? You. Like yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. you know it, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we know yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But you still the enemy starts playing games. Uh, so that oppression of like this is stupid. Why am I doing this? Why are we doing this? Why are you you know Dad could go another twenty years. What do you, you know? It was like. That's the I'm beauty of all it. that stuff that's in my head, right? Subject, um, but that's so. Yeah. And I mentioned it to you before. The mm. beautiful thing about this whole transition is Pastor Diego could go another twenty years, no problem, oh, doing what he yeah. does. But just the respect and there's another word I need to use, but just that whole mm, that he has for who he knows is next in line to be like, I can do this, but just because I can doesn't mean I should. So let me just go ahead and pass. I. I yeah. I appreciate that. If Pastor Diego's watching, I love you. Uh, but anyway, go back. We no, because we don't see we'll that. We don't see that. And I, I, I can say that even with worship leaders. I know a bunch even today who you know the next, ah, without yeah. saying churches, but the next pastor is in line, but you still got no disrespect, but you got somebody who's still operating off of old hymns and stuff. There's a way to create, you know, singing these hymns, reimagine the hymns so that young people will gravitate toward them and, and adapt to them and sing them and minister. But you still want to do things your way in worship leading and keep this old sound. And then the church is dwindling. Members are not yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. They're falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you mm-hmm. you can still do it. That's wonderful. You can still hit your high notes. You can still direct. You can still sing. You can still conduct and do all that. But you got somebody in the in the wings who can come up alongside of you, who can take the lead. But what is that thing? Is it, well, I'm afraid this is all I can do. So if they if they fire me, I can't do anything else. If I let somebody, if I let the congregation see that somebody else can sing better than me or then preach be better than out. me, I'll be pushed out. I won't be useful anymore. It might be fear. It might yeah. be fear. But I've, I've I've seen it and I see it now. I can I can see these people in 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 yeah. and and I get it. I, I feel like if I'm 55, I'm not gonna be jumping on the stage at 55. I'm not going to be jumping on the yeah. stage at 60. Mm-hmm. That's just not going to be it. So anyway, that's a whole other thing we went off into, but I, I really want to bring it back to, I do appreciate mm-hmm. how this transitioning, this transition has happened because, again, I grew up in Church of God in Christ, and, again, another conversation, but tra- even my pastor... You transition at 85, 90. He in, passed in away. Yeah. passed away. In his Most, role. In his role. So it's just like, man, there were other people who could come along. Of and old he, age, right? Of old age. Okay. I'm yeah, and he yeah. championed it. He, can still do yeah. it, but I don't know what that thing is. I don't know if, like I said, if it's just this is well, I this is it, all I have. Yeah. So I want to I want to go out with a bang. Mm. Who's who's other uh, that other visionary you're 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 stopping from do what this church could really be because you want to. I don't want to call it selfish. I don't know what to call it, but I don't know what to call it. It's just yeah. But I, I, all I know is I don't want to do that. Well, there's a lot of risk, mm-hmm, and there is mm-hmm. a lot of risk involved. Um, what a, po- a lot of people don't realize is. If 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 the if the church is like getting older and it starts to dwindle and young people don't want to uh-huh. come, the reality is the older you get, the more ornery you get, and the more and the more critical you ornery. get. Ornery, okay. like like angry, grouchy. Uh-huh. Why are they doing this? Okay. Right. Ornery. And so um, 
a lot of the older generation, what will happen is, is when a pastor acknowledges that and says, oh, I need to start bringing in someone young. We need to start maybe changing our worship like this, or yeah. maybe we'll have preaching like this. Um, unfortunately, the older generation is actually not very graceful. Yeah. They're not. Uh, yeah. So mm. when you start, that's what happened with us uh, seven, eight years. Because at first, my dad first announced a transition to his sons because he didn't really know who would be his wow. successor. So he just told the congregation, hey, my three sons who are on staff, they're all going to get a leadership load. Yeah. They're all going to start coming in and making changes. This yeah. was this was about eight, nine years that's ago. Crazy. So he when he that. first made that announcement, we started having a lot of people leave because we started preaching more and we were young. We were in our mid twenties, early twenties. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're young. People are super critical. We've talked about another podcast. One day I did a stage design, happened to have a, a triangle in one of the stage design, which was not on purpose. People started saying, <laughs> Adam joined the Illuminati oh that were older, wow. weren't younger people. So the critics start coming out. Here's what happens when those critics come out and those ornery people do there's two things they speak first with. First thing they do is speak with their money, so they stop giving. Yeah. People new to church don't give. Mm. Takes them a year and a half to three years to start giving anyone wow. who joins a new church. Wow. Not a, a, a not if they church plant. If they church plant, people will give sooner because you know you're in the gritty, yeah. you're in grassroots. But if you're an established church, you have new people. Usually takes an hour, uh, a year and a half to three years for them to even start giving you a dollar. So you got these people in your church that've been there 30, 40 years who are retired and they have the money. Yeah. So they're there to them they go, I don't think anything should change. I'm happy. Wow. I don't care that there are 15 people coming to church on a Sunday. I like my music, I like the preacher preaching. I like I'm cool, right? Grandkid but then they'll come to you every week, pray for my grandson, he's on the streets. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, great. But can your grandson come to church here? He can come to church here as long as he worships the way I worship. That's my grandson, right? So what happens is they start leaving and then they stop they stop giving. But when you when they stop giving, the pastor starts getting scared. Not for himself, because now he starts to see the end of the road for the church happen. Wow. So that's what happened to us eight, nine years ago. When we, when my dad first made that transition, it was literally it was literally you you could have you could have opened up the back door of a of a cow herd and started whipping everybody and there and there were literally thousands of people who left our church. Not because we did anything, but because older people, my dad's age and older were like, I don't know about this. Six months ago, I met a, I met a lady who was in her 80s that said, uh, I left the Bunnett Living seven years ago when your dad first started transitioning it to you and your brothers. I hated that you young guys were taking over in this church. She goes, I hated it. <laughs> so she goes, I went to another mega church down the street who that pastor wasn't transitioning to, to anybody. And she goes... She goes, this past year, every time I'm in the nail salon and, and and every time I'm in the hair salon, everybody's talking about this new young preacher, Boom. Adam Mesa, Boom. and your sermon and this and that. And she goes, Boom. that can't be the guy Boom. that was in his 20s that I left the church. And she goes, I came last week. I heard you preach. It blew me away. I'm leaving that church and I'm going to come back to Abundant Living. Wow. She was in her 80s. Wow. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't even know how to feel because now you've been a member of that church for almost six, seven I years. I know how to feel. Right? That's what you get. Yeah. You shouldn't have left in the first place. Now you're... No, I'm joking. I'm joking. So then it's you think to yourself like, well, now they, you know, like... now, And then, and then one of the key caveats was she goes, 
And now over there, that pastor is now finally starting to transition. It's going to happen. And I don't like Wherever that leader that he's transitioning mm-hmm. to. It's going to happen. Right? Wherever you go. And so you're flattered, but then you're uncomfortable because you're uh-huh. like, why did it take? You didn't even give me a fair shake. Yeah. You didn't even give me a fair crack. You didn't even let me yeah. grow, you know, like in, in my leadership in this space. And so you yeah. made a judgment call on mm. me. And that and that's usually what the older children. So a lot of the pastors or even worship leaders that mm-hmm. switch, they're actually more than anything appealing to their masses. There may not be a lot of them, mm-hmm. but those masses are the ones who are undergirding the ministry financially. Wow. And that pastor knows, like when I start changing 10 members leaving, mm-hmm. If you have a member, if you're like at those churches, right, to have older people and stuff like that, uh-huh. a lot of those people are subsidizing about 70% of your church's like income. Crazy. So if you lose 10 people who yeah. collectively give a few hundred thousand dollars a year, wow. like you're talking about four employees you have to let go mm-hmm. if they leave. Wow. So then they end up going, you know what? I mean, if they're not on board for us to do this at the same time and they're yeah. going to leave, and then now we can't pay the electricity bill or the water. Now, I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, mm-hmm. but that is the reality. My dad was willing to that's take good, that man. hit on the chin. Yeah. He took those that's loss good. of members. He took that loss of finances. He, two of his best friends met with him and said, if you give it to your son, that at the, we're going to leave because you're our pastor. And they left. This was seven yeah. years ago. Two of his best friends. So, so you have to be a guy like that, that is like such a visionary leader mm-hmm. who were, because if, if you're either dying of an illness or old age, then people will say, okay, we'll let you pass it on. Go die. Yeah. <laughs> but outside of that, there, most of them are saying, you better get your butt in that pulpit on Sundays. You nice. better give up your whole life for this thing and for us, right? You better go to your grave, you know, not having a single <laughs> weekend off. Well, right? and I think it's uh, dependent um, on um, uh, church structure because yeah. we're talking specifically of um, a type of uh, Christianity that is uh, senior pastor-led, yeah. rule, senior pastor-ruled, which ours is. I mean, we have we have elders, elders, and we have a board that holds us accountable, but yeah. our model is a senior pastor-led church. So in that sense, that senior pastor um, has the freedom to be a visionary. That senior pastor has the freedom, especially when he starts yeah. it from his home and, yeah. you know, and he starts it from scratch. You know, he's, he has that freedom to be, be that visionary. And that's, that takes a lot of courage to be able to be like, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. Like, you're, I'm sorry you're going to leave me, but um, this is where I've, the next direction, that's the next phase of this thing. ministry. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I know yeah, of another, I know of another church that's congregational. People may not know our, our language we're talking about right now. Congregational means that all the whole congregation has the voting equal power. Equal stake. So they, oh, everyone, in the everyone yeah. in the church who's a member has equal decision stake. So hiring the pastor, firing the pastor, uh, where the church spends the money, church all that. Votes on that. It's uh, yeah, everyone the church votes wow. on that. Then some have one elder tier board. up, which then they have yeah. an elder representation and and or the the congregation votes for the elders, and then the elders make those decisions. And the elders right? can literally fire the senior pastor if they wanted to. Oh, right. I mean, it like rarely that. happens, but if they wanted to, the elders could. Believe it or not, it's them. not as rare yeah. as you think yeah. because mm-hmm. I'm in all these I've like church cohorts and stuff like that. It is definitely not as rare as you think because what will happen is I know of a circumstance where a church was, uh, the, the pastor was really ill. It was elder congregational, so the elders were voted upon. The elders make the decision. There was like 25 of them. Well, the guy who was like 
older, like in his 40s, who that so the senior pastor was sick. They wanted to install like a temporary pastor while he goes and like gets treatment and stuff like that. Well, a lot of these decisions have to take a unanimous. So the yeah. most of these churches voting in a senior pastor, like it literally has to be a unanimous decision. Wow. Can't 10 guys not be for it and 90 be... No, it has to be unanimous. Well, the guy in his 40s dated one of the elder's daughters in his 20s, broke her heart. The dude's been married for 10 years and has kids. <laughs> the elder else? refused to, to vote for him because he was mad at him for dating his daughter 20 years earlier and breaking her heart. Oh, so okay. so the guy couldn't be installed as the temporary pastor, so they made the pastor who was sick just continue to do the thing. <laughs> Preach yeah, and be it. I mean, you just think to yourself, this is absurd. You know, like some, and, and believe it or not, when you go into like church conferences and stuff like that, yeah. the biggest educational things that people talk about is church governance. Yeah. Because church governance can actually be a really... What's the Church of God game. in Christ? This you know? is so educational. What's the Church, yeah. what's the church of? <laughs> I'm, letting, I'm sitting back like, wow, this is crazy. Talking about worship what's the Church, no, 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 church, what's the church of God in Christ? Um, how do how they? I had roll? a grandfather. Who, well, yeah, my grandfather who passed away, and the the same thing happened, similar, where they voted. Uh, it's telling all my family, but anyway, <laughs> my uncle. I had an uncle who was in line to get the church, but my grandfather said, "I want." My grandfather actually said, you're who uh, I want, but this son is who God wants, and I have to turn it over to this son. So they did that. The church voted, came in. The bishop came in, and all right, everybody for this pastor, stand to your feet. Nobody stood up. Oh, everybody for this pastor who my, uh, my grandfather chose, stand to your feet. The whole congregation stood up. And it becomes some other stuff, the deed of the church. Where's the deed? My other uncle who didn't give it was like, I don't know. And it's sad, but it still put <laughs> yeah. my family on display. Still to this day, there's some kind of family rivalry. I had like seven uncles who were pastors, so everybody knows what they're doing. They what they're Are they talking all about. Kojic? Most of them. Two have already passed away. Yeah, most of them church of God in Christ. Yeah. So that's what happens in so the culture. It church. sounds like congregation decision. It rule. was that. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. rule. Yeah. Okay. I, so, like, I could be so ignorant, but because uh, I have a lot of friends here, Kojic, from what I because I hear a lot about voting and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And even the top leaderships, like the yeah. bishops and the rep, like that's all voted for. The yeah. the president of, I don't yeah. know what if the language is president of, of Kojic or, oh, the, or the, bishop. The, the head bishop. Presiding bishop. Who was um, uh, Bishop Blake, uh, Blake for, for the longest, right? He was the longest one because he took over Bishop Patterson, who passed away. Yeah. So Bishop Blake finished his term or something like that and then so that's all voted on yeah. yeah so all that is voted on the leadership of, and it, of and it the transition happens the same so. year as uh, the presidency so that's how they do that but um yeah that's how we do it in, in in church of god in christ now the whole i don't think it was a majority rules it was like if five people stood up but then 25 people stood up that's who the pastor is and it could get dicey that's kind of just weird that's weird and mm. some of the denominations like you may launch a church and then if you join that denomination, the denomination actually owns title deed, all that stuff like that. They own the building. And so yeah. like I've heard right. I've heard horror stories of guys that were in denominations. They grew the church yeah. and someone was stepping down from like a, a presidency of the denomination or whatever it be. And then he actually gets to pick where he wants to be installed next. And so this guy will like have a church for 10 years, grow it. 
1,500, 2,000 people, and then someone in a, a bishop or a clergyman can step down from their role in like the administrative sense of the denomination and go be a pastor again, and they can actually be like, oh, I want, I want that church. And then that pastor, regardless if he started or whatever, if you're in that denomination, <laughs> he, he gets spun out, and then, and then oh. that guy can have that campus. So that when I say like, mm. when you go to a lot of stuff, church governance is like the first thing you talk about. Are we going to be congregational, elder-led, board-led? Are we are, like, are we going to create elders inside, outside? You know, that, that is a, because there's a lot of room in the scriptures of like, what are the elders role and what are they doing? And, you know, none of it yeah. in the modern sense, when you're reading the scriptures, did it entail anything about property buying and property rights, titles, deeds, all that stuff like that. So a lot of churches, most leaders, if you're planning a church, like when I talk to church planners, is the first thing you need to do is figure out your church governance. I was going to say, that's the first thing. It's like, it's a boiler. Oh, wow, wow, wow. That can make or break your church, you know, in a good sense or a bad sense. So you definitely need accountability because you don't want to be Napoleon Bonaparte at mm -hmm. all. So you need accountability. The board as a whole has to have a level of authority that if you are a rogue runner, they, they can cover the church and they can get you out of there if they need to. But they also can't have enough power where just because they found out tomorrow they don't like you, yeah. Or you, 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 you. This happens a lot. Your wife offended their wife, <laughs> and now they don't want you, or, or they want your youth pastor out because your youth pastor didn't let your daughter sing at the youth pageant. So now they're saying they they're trying to do a board vote to fire you, your youth pastor. You've I mean, you, before. you would you would be shocked at what happens out there. <laughs> you sound like that are just <laughs> horror stories for pastors. That's why Gerald Brooks, my mentor, is like. All he ever talks about is, is is board leadership at a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Because that's what most pastors need help with. So how or did elder we, leadership, whatever whatever their structure is, right? How did what how a did rabbit we, trail. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, that was good though. I, I really I mean, it's informative, like that was some good stuff. And I wanna get back to the question which what moves you. Yeah, what but, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Holy rabbit trail. Yeah, sorry everybody. That was good. I think that needed to be mentioned and a lot of people who are congregants, you know, sit out and they're like, How do we decide these things? How do mm -hmm. we look upon these things? And I think that information was really, really good. So we can take a greater, a better perspective at how we, Church we, functions. Yeah, how we... Yeah. And, it's not yeah. so black and white as you think it is. Yeah. You know, like, why didn't they do that? And why did we? And it's like, we'll go up to them and be like, well, ma'am, you're going to have to talk to so-and-so about this. And they're like, well, I don't understand why you can't just tell me. Well, it's much deeper than that. I have no... <laughs> right. you know. It ain't my... But yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, my pay grade. I, I, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I don't. But I do want to ask this question. When we, when we did the shift, when we changed, because we were predominantly a gospel musical kind of oh, church, right? Oh, you're going right? to open up a bag of worms with Caleb. <laughs> so because 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 we talked about transitioning and everything and I want to say who whose decision was it this collective the meeting or was it Pastor Diego? My whose dad? decision was it to say, "You know what? I know we're here. I know this is what we do. We're Jesus can't work it out. Mm, I know we're uh uh, uh I, I'm going <laughs> to get me I, I, with the moment you start singing more gospel, I'm going to get me a custom tambourine. I already thought this out. I'm getting a custom, custom tambourine. Who what's, a, what's a good um, And I'm going to bring make tambourines great again. I'm going to make tambourines, make tambourines great, great again. again, baby. Don't do cuz we got oh Jesus, yeah, then I'm not gonna say then that. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah. already Kate <laughs> He won't do it. He no, won't no. Do it. You, you give me a tambourine, it. I will you wouldn't do come it. Alive. Let's find it. I you think somebody needs to get. But it has to be the right music, though. I'm not doing it. What's to know, the right like, music? Like What's... freaking. Oh, no, Jesus, I love <laughs> you. You're my boyfriend. In, 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 in Javi's audio booth, I think there's a tambourine. You get Caleb Morgan. I think I've seen it. No, what 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 is like your the? Jesus, not... I want to smother you with my kisses and lick you and love you and just love you. 
Because um, Caleb's no. not worship of choice isn't necessarily gospel in the sense of like William McDowell or anything like that. What are what are the people? So that I know you, what moves like, me, and I'm um, not saying this yeah. is like universal. I like vanilla ice cream, and I can never be persuaded to like chocolate. So I'm not putting this on anybody. You have your own tastes. We all have our own tastes. And that's but, not uh, a, no, but that's, you like. That's not a race <laughs> thing. So you just did. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> How is that racist? racist? Everything today is racist. These lights are white. <laughs> right. Why are it's they hard. white? Dude, no, I love vanilla ice cream. But um, I think it's a taste thing. But I, I know what moves me. Thing. I know what moves me. A lot of it is upbringing. Yeah. A lot of it is, you know, just yeah. I, I, I'll tell you what I despise, like what I like feel repulsed by in worship more than anything. <laughs> I don't like 7-Eleven songs where it's seven words repeated 11 times. Okay. I don't like that. Um, That's a new I, one, 7-Eleven songs. I got I to take that you one. You never heard that before? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... Okay, go ahead. I'm trying to think I, of a seven I like to be I like well. Okay, so so I just want to give one to Gabe. He can look it up. We can play it, but or or an artist. Give an artist. Okay, I love you. I like Don Moen. I'm over here counting Don the Moen. phrases. And Don Moen. Words. I love Don Moen. D O N M. D O N M O E N. Don Moen. Okay. Gabe, give us his top joint. Yeah, everybody yeah, knows Don Moen. They probably don't know the art or the writer, but they know his music. Don Moen has okay, written. Yeah. Everything. Give us something old. I like I love Keith Green. Keith, Keith Green. I love Keith Green. Now these are non-gospel guys. Well, Don Moen's kind of kind of gospel, but oh. uh, Keith Green. I love Keith. I'm talking Green. about what do you like? <laughs> what <laughs> like worship? Not not this is a artist. church podcast. This is a Christian oh. podcast. We're talking so, about. Okay, so the style of worship. It, <laughs> so it's got to have. It's got to have meaningful lyrics. Meaningful lyrics. That's an ad, Gabe. It, What's it's, his it's most gotta popular elevate one? Me. Yeah. It's got to focus on God, like typically the ones that focus on God's greatness, God's majesty, rather than me. If it focuses yeah, on so God, like, then uh, I get moved. Christ-centric. When, our, when yeah. you brought that, the choir, the hallelujah, even though it's one word, it's like, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's lifting me up to gotcha. focus yeah. on God, right? It's I, 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 not focus I, I, on myself. What's the Good Friday joint you guys did, the one you wrote right there? Uh, I'll be right back. Yeah, and I it, shall spe- return, it speaks, but it his it speaks on like Jesus. Yeah. It speaks in like Jesus's lens, right? That, that was, hey, I'm yeah. three. I'm in the cross. Or I'm going to the grave right now, right. but I'll be back in three days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the. Can you sing a little a little snippet of that? How did, how did it go? If you, you remember know it, crazy. I got wrote it for that day. I haven't sang it since. Uh, 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 I'll be right back. You see me again. It's necessary. It's necessary that I do this for you, my friend. I shall return. This isn't the end. Just give me time, for in a few days, new life begins. I'll be right back. That thing was yeah. like, that was like, yeah. everybody my DM'd us. My is over and you, is that one? Oh, that's uh, that's uh, uh, Israel who is moving forward. Oh, it's moving forward. Moving forward. Yeah, I mean, that's the jam. Oh. No, that, that was song? it. No, that, that was a different song. You just connected that song to my song, Thank but, you, Phil. but oh, nice yeah. medley. Okay. Nice this medley. is it. <laughs> <laughs> now play it. We're gonna make this great play again, it. man. You don't know what oh you're doing. Oh my god, you you play like your dad sings. You gotta you gotta play me a song, bro. That's all. I don't got rhythm. I told you I'm not musical. Why are you gonna play the tambourine with no rhythm? I don't need it. It's an instrument. I'm trying. God appreciates the effort. No. Bro, God, God appreciates the effort. Listen, I want you to... 
that's what it's all about. You don't got to be good. It's the, the effort. effort. You used okay. to play the guitar. What do you mean you don't have any? Are you serious? We were kids. You had a guitar. No, I did, a ukulele. I did that for. Well, you could play a ukulele too. Then you had a guitar. You got that rhythm if you played the ukulele. What? You have you have rhythm if you played the ukulele. Yeah, I could play the ukulele. I need a song though. Like, give me a song. I can't just play. What's an old school gossip song? Gospel song. That's that's uh, like fast pace. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, everyone's screaming on the podcast. I don't have an rhythm. I'm in praise. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. Worship. <laughs> <laughs> Magnificent. Worship. <laughs> what are you he said, "You play like Listen, Pastor Diego sings." I'm making a joyful noise. <laughs> he plays like Pastor Diego Listen. sings, y'all. Yep. I'm sorry, Pastor already knows he's horrible, and he admits it. So oh, it's, it's not an insult. Hey. That's why I don't even try. That was that was a nice hey, try, though. That my heavenly Father looks and smiles at that. He does. I it's will the never the not see. I have a conviction about that, though. <laughs> what did you say? What? I have a conviction about that. I may, I may not dance, or I may not even always clap, but wow. I never not sing. Everywhere gotcha. that I go, I have a conviction that that I have to at least sing, at the very least. No matter what it sounds like. Yes. Because you don't have to sing loud. You just, right. You, you're, okay. Be, well, because I even see people that will, um, you know, in worship, like they'll... Like to me, when we gather in church, like it, it, it's it's I could do whatever you're doing. I can do that stuff Monday through Saturday. Like mm-hmm. when I come to church, I I want to join a collective body congregationally at right. worshiping God. So for me, I don't even on rare occasions I do, but I don't even view this moment as like oh this is the me time. So like the songs going on, right. and I'm gonna treat the music as like background music while right. I like have this li- this little moment with God. I can do that any other day. What what I actually want to do is I actually want to sing with everybody. And so whether I fall on my face or not, I'm probably not going to do that stuff nine out of ten. But Mm -hmm. what I will never Mm -hmm. not do, any church I go to, whether I know the songs or not, I will look at this screen and I'll be like, what are these lyrics? Because I have a part to play in this thing. Absolutely. And the moment I pull out and I don't sing, the moment I do create a show, and I look at that person at the front and I say, it's your job to entertain Uh, me or it's your job to do the job for me. You may not even be entertaining me. I may go to a more conservative sense, right? And they just may be doing hymns. But if the moment I, you know, when we used to go to Grace, they give you a little hymn book. The moment I close that book and now I'm just watching the the harpist string the thing and I'm looking at the big choir sing the words, what did I just bring? I brought nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm so lazy. Yeah. You know, like I didn't bring any. Now, if I'm a skeptic, I'm well, an atheist, part, and I'm, I'm yeah, far off, and I'm yeah. and I'm still figuring this thing out. Yeah. Great, but once I've come in and I've said I'm a participant mm-hmm. to this worship experience, then I need to sing. And there have been times where I go, I don't even know what this song means. Yeah, but I'm gonna do my part. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing the lyrics, and mm-hmm. it might, I like I, there's times I'm like this song ain't clapping to. I don't even like this song, and not just here. I'll be other places. Like I'm I'm not feeling this song, but I'm gonna sing. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna tell them it's that it's their job. Daniel, you figure this out on your own, like because that's that's miserable. It it really you know? is. It's I feel like. And like you said, everybody has a responsibility. Everybody has a part to play. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. That's everybody's responsibility. Mm-hmm. Enter into his courts with praise. Once you've come in, we've acknowledged his presence is here. It's your responsibility to lift up your voice. It's corporate worship. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's straight up corporate worship. And I agree. If 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 you're going to stay there and... But we've gotten to a place, I think, with a lot of churches. Not ours, but a lot of churches where it's become entertainment. But I... 
I love corporate worship. I love researching the songs. Mm. So when I'm look, listening mm. to songs, I'm like, man, can they get this? And a lot of people be like, oh, well, let's do this. Let's go up here. Nah, that's too high. What do you mean that's too high? But that'll be powerful. It's You're too gonna high. Stretch people because so the much average that guy is not going to sing that. Yeah. yeah. Let's put it in this key. Oh, but this key sounds better. Yeah, but if you put it in that key, no guy sings in that key. We have yeah, to have yeah, it right yeah. here. Mm-hmm. So at least they'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. Lord, or whatever. That's my responsibility as a worship leader. That's why, going back to the other thing, when you have these vocalists who are like, mm, it's my key, this is my key, so I'm just going to sing it, y'all fall in. You're not caring anything about the congregation. I right. love, mm. and, and I've gotten on production, I love production, love y'all dearly, but I've gotten on the production team when I'm like, we're up here singing. I want to know that everybody who's singing, not just by hearing them, but by seeing their faces, that they're actually getting the song. So I need to see them. So turn the lights up a bit. And when you just turn the lights up and people's hands are up and their mouths are open, I'm like, that's what I want to see. It allows me to know that this song was effective. Mm-hmm. This is for God. Sure. It's for God. It's, it's, I feel like, how can I say this? It's to him for us. It's to him for us. We're gathered in his name to worship him. Two or three are here, so he's in the midst. There's power in this. So I'm like, if I'm going to start selecting songs that have everything to do with me and to show off my skill and my abilities, what's the use of having it in front mm-hmm, of a congregation? Mm-hmm. I could do that by myself at home. Yeah. But a lot of people take the position, I'm getting a check for it, entertain me. And, and woe unto the pastors who are just like, that's good enough. No, uh, it's corporate worship. I love right. leading worship in mm-hmm. front of people and have them sing back. That's our whole responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do want to go back to that. I'm just gonna keep going. What, what <laughs> made? Why did we? Tra- we were gospel. Yeah, we were gospel. Oh right, right, yeah. right, right. We right, transitioned. Right. Yes. What? Yes. What was the thought well, my dad's process about behind that. that? It was his choice. I mean, it was because. <laughs> the, well, Adam, I mean, Adam because it was a crazy shift. I mean, when you he's go talked from about that, right? Gospel oh, and yeah, CCM yeah. are two different yeah. genres. Yeah, and you can merge the two, like William McDowell, Israel Houghton, Newbreed. They're crazy at merging those two. But when you go straight from gospel, straight to CCM, really, really quick, like who, 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 who said, let's do that? It was, it was definitely ultimately came it first. Well, here was the thing. Here's what I had to explain to a lot of people was my dad knew what he liked, which was gospel. Okay. But he recognized that not, um, it, it wasn't fully diversifying the church, and we've right. we've heard many times on 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 stage his his mantra of like, you know, if if you invite someone to your house for a meal and you know that meal is so different than what they're used to, you should as a good host you should have a couple things absolutely that they're familiar with. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you if you go to a Mexican household and they go, man, all we have is menudo, tripe, intestines, pig feet, blah blah blah, you're gonna be like. There, but they go, or we have grilled chicken, right? You're gonna be like, okay, well, all cultures right. do some sort of grilled chicken. Right. I, I can do this, <clears throat> and so he always said, like our our attempt at making a, a bit, bit of a, a deviation from gospel is our attempt to say there are, there are people in our church um, who or who are gonna come visit, who are gonna be of other cultures, and if every Sunday we're putting out the same thing over and over again, that that person goes. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what this is. This is so culturally different from me. This is so culturally unaware to me. So he would say, so he said, we have to start injecting 
he didn't know though. He huh. didn't know what that looks like. Okay. So then he pulled on me and he was just like, you go figure it out. You go start throwing <laughs> suggestions. You go start. So I'm going to Hillsong conference and I'm listening to Hillsong music and I'm, I'm going over to this conference over here where they're doing music and I'm listening to Elevation Worship early on, like their early mm -hmm. stuff, right? And I'm going, okay, this sounds pretty good. Uh, a lot of places in America are playing it. You know, we're not at our church at those times. Yeah. So let's start doing. I remember one of our first CCM songs we ever did was Hillsong's uh, Cornerstone uh, in Christ Alone. Uh, and Gabe can put that alone, corner. cornerstone. Mm -hmm. Weak made strong yeah. in the Savior's love. Yeah, big ballad. So that was one of the first that I was like, man, I think this kid, I think our church could adapt to this. It's not super white. It's not, you know, it has. Was it all gospel though? It was all gospel. We were worship? all gospel mm -hmm. every week. All gospel every week, you know, or, or, um, what's like a deviation of God? Because there was this era in the, 2000s that like you may not put it in gospel but it's like right. pentecostal revival type music it was okay. very you know like i don't even know what what the the, the adam rainy stuff or um okay yeah that you know, was like, a like yeah. yeah so it, yeah, we yeah. were doing some we were doing some of that like okay. the cross stuff like okay. some of the bj putnam stuff we were doing israel yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. so that was that like was, okay that mm -hmm. was the most we pushed yeah. right yeah so then i remember on an easter i think we because this came out in 2011 so I want to say like maybe 2013. Um, you could turn it up a little more, Gabe. Yeah, that's totally different. <laughs> so it might have been Easter when we did an arena, 2013. This would have been one of our first moves. But again, back then, whole worship team's black. So... <laughs> So they're all singing, you know, they're all singing this and, mm, and everything except for else. Kelly. Uh, right. Kelly was always, you know, was always our person, right? Um, so I, you know, so the way I would explain it to people is like, okay. And my, and the leadership team agreed with the elders and because our elders were all black and everything like that. So you're talking Dr. Sunday and John Chappelle and everything like that. And, and our deacons and most of them were black. Uh, yeah. My father-in-law, you know, elder who was a black, who was black. And then my mother-in-law was white. She was deacon. So all in all, I get brought in to do a job that basically makes you the most hated person in America. Right. It's like introduce new music. Well, Woo! It's mm. not even necessarily the music. I, I listen to hymns in my personal worship time. Yeah. So it wasn't even the music I was listening to. So a lot of people thought, oh, Adam's coming in and he likes Hillsong and he likes um, Phil Wickham and popular. he likes, you know, I'm thinking of all the other, Matt Redman yeah, or yeah. whatever, right? Uh, he likes them. That's what he listens to. Chris and he's Tomlin. coming in charge and he's doing, and I'm like, no, I, I actually don't. I don't prefer, I don't prefer these guys. Um, I actually prefer, you know, 1750s, you know, great is thy faithfulness is my jam. I'll listen to that joint anyway. So were you thinking right? of what was popular? Like I'm what thinking, I think the congregation would I'm, I'm like. thinking of if, if someone came into our doors at other culture, what would be something they were familiar with or, or heard music, that, yep. that they would be aware of. And yep. it's going to be Hillsong. It's yep. going to be early elevation. Yep. It's going to all those things like that. Right. Yeah. So I get told to do the job and there was a lot of confliction around the worship leaders back then. So we're having arguments and they're not understanding my dad's desire. They're not getting it, but that's part of the, that's part of the heat you take as a visionary. And there's not a lot of yeah. visionaries, you know, in, in this world. Yeah. And so with my dad making a, a visionary, you know, turn to say, do this, 
we look at our church now eight years later, and we are so more diverse than we ever been in in our history. I mean, yeah. you look at you look at our church now, and it looks like a bag of Skittles when, yeah. you, when you look out at the church. Yeah. Eight years ago, nine years ago, it didn't look like that. Mm-hmm. It looked like a, a bag full of majority brown M and M's with a few <laughs> yellow and reds mm-hmm. thrown in there, which were nuts. <laughs> Which we have a few nuts, two peanut image, right? <laughs> and so I, I literally, you know, I've been around long enough. I remember the days us being majority black, where you could walk out the courtyard and you can see the Mexicans hanging out with the Mexicans and the wow. whites hanging out with the whites. We looked like we looked like a high school after church, right? Because wow. we were, we were, you know, we were changing some of the carpets and some of the drapes, but it hadn't gotten into our DNA yeah. yet, yeah. yet. And so as a visionary, you're taking those hits, you're taking those licks of people leaving our church, people leaving our community, people who prefer, like even myself, like if I can't get my hymns, then give me something to shake to, then give me the gospel. Right. Well, I'm saying we can't really on a regular basis do all of those right. because it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's scaring people who come. You got to think like if you're in any other culture, like specifically if you're like a, someone who's white and you come in and I've heard it before, people like hear us shouting and clapping and, and shout and that Hispanic culture will do that. Black yeah. culture will do that. But white is definitely more reserved and, and more. You know, yeah. I mean, you could get some white Pentecostal yeah. stuff, but all in all, pretty reserved. They come in and they'll go. I've talked to people after service in the courtyard. I loved everything. I just don't know why everything had to be so showy. And I, and I go, it, it wasn't showy. Yeah. That it, that's not what it is. Yeah. It's a culture that you're unaccustomed to. Yeah. You know, I don't go to a Mexican birthday party and everybody's swinging pinatas, passing out Agua Fesca and Coronas and think to myself, <laughs> like, why are they just celebrate so yeah. hard? It, yeah. You just you just go, it's in my is it my custom? Yeah. You know, um, I recently saw a TikTok go viral. A white guy went to his first um, uh, black household ga- uh, game night. <laughs> so everybody's yelling at each other. Uh, everybody's like, no, 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 no. You know, like this. Yeah. And he's just sitting there with a big smile because he never seen anything like it. Right. Yeah. Everybody's showing that's not the rules. That's not right. And so, you know, you go more to a white household first. They're going to pull out the Monopoly box, pull out the rule book, read it first to everyone. You go to a black household. Let's start playing. Yep. And let's just see who pisses off who first. Absolutely. Right. The Hispanic Loteria. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know more black culture than I know Hispanic culture, but I appreciate you throwing in that time. Come on, don't forget like, I mean, hey, I got the last name, but I definitely grew up yeah, more with a black culture than a, than a Hispanic culture. So all that to say, like, back in that day, it's just the board, like, the elders who were all black decided we want to we want to look more man. like our mall. We want to be That's more funny. diverse. So who do you give it to? You give it to the young guy. Yeah. who is, and I'm pretty rebellious in spirit in general, so I'm, there's nothing I won't do for the yeah. most part, right? So um, I'm just like my dad in that sense. Like, I'm, I'm like, let's, let's, let's break chains, let's break walls, break fences. Why not? Let's give it's it a try. Old, we man. have that same personality. So, yeah, so that old. happened, and I, and I, and I took the, the hit for it for years, which I'm thankful. I, I'm, I'm thankful it's gotten to our church where it's at now. Yeah. And we feel that now... We know how to be us mm-hmm. while also uh, respecting the other culture. And that's hard. Yeah. Any church that says we're going to be multicultural. I mean, I have friends that call me that are like Asian that are like, man, I'm only having Asians come to my church and it's pissing me off. Like, I want other cultures in my church. I, I've seen you know? pastors who, mm-hmm. who want the other cultures at their church and they try to change it with the music, which the music, of course, has a, has a major part. But I know churches in hoods that say I want to be multicultural. And I'm like, straight up, 
you're in the middle of Watts. Mm. <laughs> now, as much as like it's there's nothing wrong with God calling you to a to a to a section and saying, minister to that community if that's the community that you're in. But I also know pastors who are like, well, Lakewood, Lakewood Church was in the hood. Mm. Really in the hood. Was it John Osteen? Yeah. Bunch of whites, bunch of Hispanics, bunch of blacks coming to the hood. Well, right after church was over, they bounced. Boop. Then they got the heat for moving over, you know, where they are currently. Arena. And then a lot of blacks wouldn't come, a lot of Hispanics, most of the white would come. I say, do you do what you have to do to 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 walk out the vision that God has given you? I made fun of Pastor Diego when I came aboard and I was alongside of the uh, the worship leader at the time who was straight CCM. Mm-hmm. Straight CCM. Pastor Diego was like, we want a bit more, just a bit more. We were once this. We don't want to go all the way back to that. We, we overcorrected. Wanna, it, it was that. Yeah. So bringing we me in for balance. We overcorrected. And I looked at Pastor Diego. I was like, yeah. and I, I was joking. So please don't find offense to this. It was a joke. But he laughed. We both laughed. He don't care. I said, yeah. um, so <laughs> I'm I'm the token, basically. Oh. <laughs> but I just, but listen, I'm cra- yeah. I'm crazy. You guys, even on the platform, I'm kind of crazy. I'm just going to say things. And he started laughing. He was like, no, 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 no. And I was that. like. I was like, it's cool. I totally get it. Because I already knew coming in, you know, where we were and what we wanted to do. We had the choir doing the gospel moment. But I I do think that right after the pandemic was when we were like, this is for the music department. This is pretty much about to redefine our culture as as far as the music department is concerned. Because we had the choir. The pandemic happened. We got rid of the choir. Not bringing it back. So the gospel feature was no longer. So it says, when you have a gospel feature, it says, everything else is going to be this, but we'll give you this. Because everything else is this. Yeah. But we'll give you this. Mm-hmm. We'll give, so yeah, once we we'll took you the a feature yeah. away and said, well, let's do hymns, gospel, CCM, funk, soul, blah, blah, and where we're going next. Which mm. Hello. But that's a whole other Wedding feast music. <laughs> Wedding feast <laughs> music. <laughs> that's <laughs> really a lot. <laughs> that's yeah, let's really... not even say that. Somebody may steal that. <laughs> yeah. Let's have oh, a trademark yeah. that. It's, it's allowing us to redefine or define even more what we've already begun to uh, define, you know, during the pandemic or whatever. So I do think still, you know, I agree with you. I think we're at a healthy place and our... Cre- our musical creativity is just going to get stronger, and you'll find that out later once we start talking about that. But yeah, back, backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> that was like a question, and then we're going backtrack again. What moves you? But I said it. You did. What was it? Christ-centric uh, songs. I like. Songs I like. Repetitive. I like. You did. You did. I, 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 I think. I think probably it boils down to I love the hybrids of yeah. of of him uh, lyrics mm-hmm. with like a gospel. Okay. Undertone. Praise. Do you like CCM? No. I think there's one song I like, one CCM song. It's probably what is it? what, that Matt Redman, 10,000 Reasons. Uh-oh. Maybe Bless me. the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul. Which still sounds like a hymn. That's <laughs> yeah. what I was about to say because yeah. it sounds like, yeah. so it's the, yeah. okay, yeah. I got you. Let me make a note of that. I'm over. definitely more diverse in, I think, what, what definitely moves me and can move me. Um, I think... So I, I think I, I have a little more diversity in what in in what moves me, but it is still often uh, a rarity with. But again, like it's not always for me, and I recognize that, and I know right. Caleb's ma- recognize that we're mature enough to, because that's the problem with a diverse church. Like you have to be willing, you you have to be willing to understand that on a Sunday, not everything on your plate is going to be something that you picked off the buffet. Some of it is going to be um, chef selected, you know? So you have to respect that 
that the chef, being the pastor, the worship leader, has a range of who they know is in their church, who they know we're trying to reach. And they're going to say, okay, yeah, you, you, you know, you can select an appetizer, but the entree this week, we're choosing that entree. We're, we're going to be doing that, you know, and, and we'll let you choose the mm-hmm. appetizer. And that's going to come in the sense of, of musically. So, so I know that. I'm not looking every week uh, necessarily uh, to be moved. What I am looking for is, is not to be doing the, the bad, st- the annoying stuff that we all just know is, is in worship nowadays, the or the stuff that we do too much, which is the, I we're going to make you cry. And that's the stuff that, that's <laughs> like, I'll literally go to a conference. Every conference, I'm always like, why are we doing the, you know, why are we doing 30 minutes of worship? Like, in, in just sad music and crying, it just... It's and why? Easy. And some people want it, and and some people it's are maybe easy. new to their faith journey, and so they're still in this, uh, they're still in this like reconciliation of their past, and so they still carry a lot of that burden. But I, like I get it. There's a million reasons why it's still why why people do it and why we're doing it. But more than that, it's like what you're saying. It's it's very easy, and to me, it's what sounds right. So when you say let's worship God, your immediate sense goes it has to be slow. Yeah. It has to be very, oh, you yeah. know. And so for you to say, you know, you could worship God by dancing and smiling Absolutely. and praising. Absolutely. People go, no, Absolutely. that doesn't sound right. That is, well, let's go look how David yeah. worshiped God Absolutely. when he celebrated God. Okay, let, let's go look at how we're going to worship in heaven. Okay, Absolutely. well, now let's start making some comparisons. How come Jesus keeps referencing his return as a wedding, the bride, the, the groom coming back mm-hmm. to his bride? Have you ever been to a wedding? No. You know, like... Do weddings look like worship, what you're doing in church on Sunday? No, it doesn't. Not what we're doing at conferences. So I think there should be much... doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, because there there should be a sense of uh, reconciliation with God and even moments of appreciation that are more somber 100%, right? right? Like, I'm with that, but that's just like that's gone overboard. Yeah. And and that's the stuff that I'm immediately like I'm immediately like in any setting conference. In the early days like, at least I remember you at know? Utica when we were kind of more of a gospel emphasis. It was a very strict I feel like it was like a very strict two two songs praise, two songs worship. Oh, really? that, that's it. And, but has it changed as far as like when you say there's more worship now in general? Yes. Is it now like one song praise and three yeah. songs worship? Is that how a it is? Because it used to be like it used to be very balanced. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I enjoyed it the most was because I remember those days when it was just like like you immediately opened up with <laughs> we're partying, we're partying for for ten fifteen minutes, we're partying, yeah, 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 yeah. it's a party, and then. Lord, yeah, know, right, 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 right. You prepare for the message. That's that's what it's been lately. I've switched it. We'll start with a hit, with a hymn or the slow the slow song, the ballad. Well, you are alpha. We'll start with that and then go into something up tempo. Of course, the audience is like, woo, and they're waiting for that slow song. And then somebody comes up to exhort, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, wor- yeah, yeah, worship. You know, it's because they've finished. been trained a certain mm-hmm. way. Yeah, and there's nothing yes. wrong with that. It, like it, it just. Kind of is what it is, but we're we're trying to flip that and and make it something different. I, I it think should be so. at I least fifty fifty, right? I mean, that's, that's at the very minimum. At, it should be at least fifty. Well, I would not, say it. Not. I wouldn't say at least. I would say like because it does. Like who says it has to be? If if worship was you know uh, twenty minutes, who says it has to be two songs up two songs? When I look at the worship, well, like, what, I'm what, I'm is, what I'm saying is, in order, in order to be, in, in order to fulfill the vision, yeah, I, in order to fulfill the vision of a wedding feast, like I feel like it does have to be like 50% praise at least. 
like like 50% praise, 50% worship in order to 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 be true to that vision of this is a wedding feast, right? That's well, what I mean. Well, are yeah. we are we are we including the after party with the wedding? Are we including the reception with the wedding? I'm being natural. Like, if are we mm -hmm. including the wedding? Because if you say, have you gone to a wedding? Mm -hmm. Most of the after party, most of the reception is going to be up tempo. The only thing that's going to be valid is the actual Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven. Well, at least a black wedding, Hollywood. Oh, yeah, so right. right. ah! I'm about to be like, what wedding is you going? They're going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I haven't done that at one wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it's going to be another. Slow song by yeah, Brian I McKnight. I mean, there's a few, yeah, da, da, there's a few da, ceremonial. Da, da. Yeah. But then the after party, which is a part of the wedding, is going to be like celebratory. So I'm looking at it like when I uh, select the songs, it's, I mean, it used to be start with this up-tempo and then this song and then, oh, this is beautiful. Yeah, this will go right into the message or whatever. Now I'm like, I like this song. The congregation can sing this song. It's in the right key, blah, blah, blah. And this goes into that song a little bit better. So it might be some up-tempo song. We, a couple of Sundays ago, I believe we did all up-tempo songs. It was just yeah. all up-tempo because mm -hmm, we were mm -hmm. just wanted to celebrate. Yeah. So I'm sure some people missed the ballad. I went to a church once and they said... No, I think what Caleb's saying is right now in every church, there's an overemphasis at the ballad. So like, that's if, what you're gonna, if you're going right? to air, I mean, if you're another been, church, right? If uh -huh. you're going to air, at least air it doing this thing, at doing 50-50, because most you. churches I'm in America thinking. are doing one praise song and then they're doing 15 minutes of a Maverick, well, Maverick City songs are 13 minutes, so they're the doing ballad. they're doing yeah. one praise song and then they're doing a, a song and a half of yeah. a Maverick song, right? right. So it's all long, it's all long ballad. I get that. You so you're you saying know. at least okay? You said I got you. I yeah, got this you. Should be in terms I, of I that, agree. Terms and of I don't think the, the order necessarily matters as long as it's not too heavily weighted on the 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 slow. But I think, Somber. yeah, and I think some yeah. weeks you could do all slow, some weeks you can do all fast. But when yeah. you look at it in a 52 weeks out of the year, you should go like, okay, at the very minimum, there's a fair balance of both. We you know, definitely like, at um, this moment have 75% ballots, 25% up tempo. Definitely. Our, our, but we definitely. know because there's not enough stuff out I there. I can't find mm -hmm. anything. So here's See? one of the days. I can't find here's anything. Here's one of the days I got so offended. <laughs> you know, I rarely get offended, not not here or anything like that. So I'm at a church preaching, predominantly white church. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, the worship leader comes to me after the whole set, this whole day. Right. Mm -hmm. And he goes, um, what do you think of the worship set? I said, I mean, I'm not stupid. I've been I go to churches all the time. So your reaction was it was great. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I'm not saying what I mean, I didn't part. I didn't know any of the songs they sung because they were white songs. I don't. Wow. I don't, we don't really sing. We sing CCM songs, but we don't sing like white, white mm -hmm. CCM songs. Right. Oh, so we'll the, put a little the, hot, you know, hot. Just yeah, a little hot yeah, sauce yeah. on it. And Lord, if we do, you can't. Name on high. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we go do something to Or it. the newer stuff. I mean, I couldn't even name it, right? Um, the, the newer stuff. So, so all service, they had four songs. I literally could not, I didn't know. I'd never heard of a single one of them. Wow. But they were modern. The whole church knew them. They, I mean, they were modern songs. I didn't know them. So just not he, the hits. Yeah. So he's like, I'm sure it's a hit in their world, you know. Mm -hmm. well, the, so he's like, "What do you think?" I go, "It was great." He goes, <laughs> "You know, do you, do you have any suggestion that, you know, of, of where we can improve on?" Which this is, it's a whole other leadership thing as a whole. Like, don't teach your team to ask people for their honest opinions. Wow. What you need to do is teach your team how to receive honest opinions because you may have a culture that says we desire feedback. But how you receive feedback is another thing. So I could tell in that church that giving, asking for feedback was a cultural custom. Mm. So he asked me, is there anything you think we can improve on? So right away I knew, 
okay, this is something his senior pastor creates as as a culture in the staff. Mm -hmm. But how he's about to respond to my feedback is going to dictate whether they've been taught how do you respond to feedback when you ask for it. Yeah. That's two totally different things. Yeah. So I told him, I, lo I, I loved everything. It was great. Like, I mean, the congregation was singing and all that stuff like that. And I go, but I mean, I know from your pastor, I know from your guys' heart is it is your desire to, to be more diverse, or you do have a few black people in your church and they actually all come out when I preach because they know that I, I, I'm more of a charismatic preacher. Yeah. So you know that your church, all the black people and all the Latinos, you particularly promote to your church that Pastor Adam is coming because they know that I'm a person of color that preaches. Wow. And so it even draws people in your church to be there that Sunday, right? Wow. So we can agree. You guys have a desire to be more diverse, to reach people. Diverse. That's what I'm doing here. Yes. I said, I didn't know where I come from, which is more of the more of the minority side of church. The songs you today you sung today, I didn't know them at all. Never yeah. heard of them. I didn't know the lyrics, which is fine. But I said at some point I would hope like if I'd like join this church, like would there be something of a cultural custom or more of a minority sound that would at least have a few songs that would make me feel comfortable? Mm -hmm. And I said, so maybe adding some black music in there, maybe adding some some other stuff like that. And his response was, I would, but all the black music is dated and it's terrible. Wow. What's and he name? goes, right. <laughs> I mean, that was his response. His response was, his response was, literally, it's dated and it's terrible. And so maybe if the black church starts making stuff that actually sounds like it was made in this era, I'll start playing it. Wow. Mm. I mean, it's hard to get under my skin. <laughs> like, it's hard to offend me. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, you really, like are you really that naive? I'm like, first of all, I looked at him. I said, first of all, the white music stu stuff today sucks. It you does. know, like <laughs> it's bland. It's yeah. Like, that's what I'm I'm like, it can use a little seasoning. Absolutely. Right. And again, I'm putting out there, I'm ignorant towards it. So someone feel free, DM me, Dude, share me what listening you like. To I, I listening, may not know, right? Listening but, to air one in a oh. cell. That may be purgatory. Like that may be what purgatory. Oh, 100%. <laughs> is like. What is played on like, air yeah. one? Yeah, in a solitary <laughs> confinement, like that played in loop. Yeah, yeah. that, that may be how I would imagine yeah, like, purgatory. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not talking about the OGs. I'm not talking about the Matt Redmans. I'm not talking about Phil Wickham. That was right, 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 right. You know, they 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 shoot hits, but we're talking about in the grand scheme. Like, if you're gonna put black music as a whole under the bus, then we're gonna look at white music yeah. as a whole. We're not going to talk about the few people who are right. like really killing it. Right. Let's just look at everything that's being released. So I look at him and I go, like if I, my view is your view concerning white music. Right. Like, so I know stuff that's in our world that it's dope. It's just unfamiliar to you. And I told him, and to be honest, it would probably make you feel uncomfortable. Right. Because the way that the music has to be led mm -hmm. takes a little bit more energy than you standing behind your piano leading worship. So, so I just basically had to take him through the school of Ebonics of like, dude, we're talking about two totally different cultures. Like you can't just throw a call and me making the joke about white people. Like I'm, I'm half joking of like, if you're going to say that about black people, I'm going to say it's about white people, but I'm making a joke to say like, we make, we stretch our, I told him we stretch ourselves every week to play white CCM. The least you guys could do is stretch yourself every week 
not or, or once nine months, you know, like yeah. to <laughs> to play something that would make. And there are people in your church. They're in your church because they come hear me preach when I come and preach. Yeah. So it's not like you're a 100 percent white church. You do have people of other colors in your church that are true. And like what we used yeah. to do, you got, you know, you got white, white M&Ms with a few <laughs> brown and yellow and reds trickled in. Right. Yeah. That was one of the first times in a long time. And this happened years ago. Yeah. This is one of the first times in a long time that genuinely like someone in church, uh, like another church leader, because mm-hmm. people in the church try to hurt you all the time. Mm-hmm. But it, like another church leader <laughs> where it's like that got under my skin. That, that was like you. But again, it put me on a mission. Yeah. That I was like, if you don't think so, then I'm going to make music that you'll be begging, you know, to get a hold. And I think we've done that. I, yeah, we have. I think what we're dropping we're, in July, yeah, I, think, I think we've done that. We're intentional. I, one moment. of the things I pre- appreciate about Abundant Living, we are very intentional about being and staying multicultural, multi-ethnic, multi-generational. And we just, we, we, that's one of the things when I say like we have vocalists and we have creatives. People throw the word creative around like, you know, oh, I'm a creative. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a, I'm a, cr- I'm a creative. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, cr- ooh, uh, <laughs> it's art. I'm a creative. You're a and you're like, nah, bro. When you can take a song, when you can take a CCM song and, yeah, splendor of the king. Like Tomlin is it? Tomlin knows that he's like. He's dope though, but he's like his canvas is like it's almost like he writes stuff and he's like I'm gonna do what I do to it, boom, take it and add whatever you need to add to mm. it. Robe all the rejoice, how great is our God? Sing with me, but when you go, how great is our God? Sing with me, how great is our God? When you know how to take like a gospel Chris song, yeah, cool. Chris Tomlin's dope, yeah. and flow from CCM to gospel. That's what whoever the guy you were talking about. That's what he I'm was. Like, you should be able to do un- that, bro. But that's what I'm talking about. He's a yeah, vocalist. He construct the song. You can't. There are there are there are vocalists. There are worship leaders. There are architects. You add all of that together, and you'll get this wonderful flow of music that you can weave together on a Sunday or a Wednesday night. So he, I'm not trying to talk about anybody, but he is. Do you don't know who he is? I don't know. He's a according, according <laughs> I to think what he's he, doing fine. <laughs> according to what he said, he's a vocalist slash worship leader. He's not a creative. If you were creative, yeah. you would take that song and make it uh, 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 adaptable or... Or or, uh, or you're lazy. Or you you're know, lazy. Like, but, you, you but either can't creatively do it or you're how lazy. How long was their worship? 20 minutes. What was that, four or five songs? That was probably four. five songs. Because uh, 20 uh, minutes to somebody who's not creative, that's five, maybe right. six songs. Well, they probably did a Maverick song somewhere. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I stretched it out. 15 minutes. So that's what I'm saying. You're not creative <laughs> enough to reprise it, to flow with it, to add song. another song to it. I'm just like... So he's gonna keep complaining because either either. Well, yeah, they f- were and they were definitely hard stop songs. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? So like, it went, that's track a whole stop, other boom, thing. Hard stop. Track starts boom because you're playing on the computer all the stems. So no that's one in the band is like flowing be. into the next song, right? That's what so. we're trying not to be. Which is somebody write something for us. We've co- we're coming out of that now. Somebody write something for us so we won't have to be all CCM, all gospel. We want some funky stuff. Can somebody write some funky stuff for our church to do? Mm. How crazy is that to have a bunch of production, creative writers, songwriters, Jermaine, all these people who we could pour into and say, what you got? Yeah. And then we end up just sitting, twiddling our thumbs, waiting on somebody else to create ourselves. Yeah, we, we have the Holy Spirit <sighs> just like everybody else, and we have the the gift mix. Why not? Right? Like, so w- then what else would yeah. take? Yeah. If if everybody has the Holy Spirit, what else does it take? Are you talent. 
I said, skill. I said gift, but Create, yeah, I feel like gift. I was wrong. But. No, 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 no. I thought you meant, when you said gift mix, I thought you meant like, it was, no, I was cool, like, okay. Daniel. He's like, yeah, Risk. it's good, Adam, but uh, what else do we need? Talent. Same, same. No, no, it's still good. I, I must not have heard that. I'm sorry. But yeah, like everybody yeah, says that. Right. We have the Holy Spirit in, and we have God. You well, and now, the wrong and now it takes, then it takes a dedication to your craft, right? It's like you do your part, the Lord will do his. Your yeah. part, your part as a human is to give yourself to your work and your yeah. craft, to, to the sweat of your brow. I mean, that's, well, that's today, yeah, Adam, like absolutely. you, you get at your craft, like David had with his harp. He, yeah. he knew his craft. He knew his slingshot. Mm -hmm. So like his trade, like he knew what? his stuff. So if I'm a singer, like you dedicate, dedic get good at singing, you know, like. Cool. But at, some people, at, some people will hit the ceiling and I hate to say this, but we all know this. Some people. Where they are is where they are. Well, some people have are. a natural gift that's bigger. I mean, like right. uh, Tina Turner and then verse, you know, someone, right. that, you know, singing today. Yeah, right. that's a natural gift spread. Right. But you can learn, like you can, you you can learn, like you can learn how to read sheet music. You can, True. So there's True. areas where you could still do your best to continue to grow and what more, you and yeah. more and more and more and more. There's yeah. not, there's never a point where you just like hit the stop button. True. Now your gift may hit, like reach a ceiling. That's what I'm like, saying. Yeah. As a preacher, I may be a great preacher, but am mm -hmm. I a TD Jakes great? Am I this great? No. Well, some of it can be crafted and learned. Some of it's like, well, no, that guy, that guy has an independent gift that like the yeah. Lord just tapped on and then and then took off so i definitely yeah. think though there's uh those elements so that's where right. we keep saying like we do our part we can see what god does because we think we think it's special yeah people we show it to who are who are you know in mm -hmm. the industry think it's special yeah um, and it's it's, so. it's risky it takes courage to get be, get outside the box yeah. there's a great illustration with the life of elvis when he was doing all of his hollywood movies he felt stifled and he was depressed was because he was doing this this Acting. the same old songs yeah. and and he was stifled and he couldn't really express himself creatively yeah. and then you put him in vegas and now boom he's got the choir he's got the collaborations yeah. he's got the he's now able to spread his wings he's now able to do his own thing <laughs> and i think that's where we are we're talking about like the milk toast stale christian music that's out nowadays <laughs> and it's like elvis in hollywood it's like bro yeah. this is like the 10th movie it's yeah. the same thing this is getting boring like it's not making money anymore it's getting boring it's getting stale let's go to vegas and let let's let's do something different that's where you have the scary people that's where you have the fearful people i yeah. agree i want to let's go but other people are just like, well, we don't it know It took how. some convincing of me with Daniel, too, a little bit. I had to push you off the cliff a little bit. What? Doing all this. Doing all, doing all the, the... Well, the no, when it, when it comes not, to... Not in the... Ver I mean, you, 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 know, you, had, you became no. to have a vision for the sound, but it was mm -hmm. more of me pushing you to be like, it's time to put ourselves out there, bro. Like, it, we got to put ourselves out there. Well, you know? and I'm cool with doing stuff in-house and all this kind of stuff. My whole thing, this is my thing. Because I'm like, we, we'll, I'm listening, and I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's create some new music for the house. But my mind all, goes all the way to the end, always. So I'm just like... Were your Elvis drunk out on a toilet? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Doing concerts in silk in your, and, and, and skin you your pants. You weigh 300 pounds. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're doing worship in a, in a oh, silk God. top, showing your whole body. No, I'm, at, I'm <laughs> looking at it because I've, I've oh, seen God. albums. I've seen people put albums together that were, you know, $10,000. And then I've seen the how, how they have to sustain it. And it's hundreds of thousands. So I'm looking at the end like... My mind is going to the band. 
got to do this. We're bringing these people on board. And we had a meeting yesterday about yeah. blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, are you sure this is where you want to go? Because I've been talking and we've been talking in Jermaine. And I'm like, once we go here, mm, there is no going back. So I'm not like scared. But yeah, the it's only way like, we're going back is if everybody hates it, right? Yeah, I'm just like, but if everybody loves it, yeah, it's like, are station, you sure? Like, well, once yeah. I know people are gonna love it once we leave yeah, the station. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure? And Pasadena, I was like, yeah, I'll talk to the board, and this is what we have to do. We have to do it. We even talked about studio space and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, okay. So I've gotten to places even with records and working on records with people where they're like, oh, we want to do it. You know, industry talk. We're gonna do this and let's do this. And, and I'm like, cool, yeah, that's nice. And I'm like. One out of ten, I'm like together. at a two. I'm at a two. All right, that's nice. We talk about it more. All right, I'm a three, three and a half, four. Once I see all of this stuff lined out and us operating, us working, when we went to the studio and did those three days, then it was like, he's serious about it. Let's get it done. So in the mm. beginning, talk is talk. And I love y'all and I trust everybody who I'm working with, but I I've heard it, it from pastors. It. and yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, if You've I'm going to put my foot time. in this thing, yeah. trust me, I'm not going to hold any of Daniel back. What I mean by that is mm. everything I've given Israel, Everything I've given William McDowell, everything I've given Andre Crouch, everything I've given every and anybody I've worked with, I'm going to give it to my Jackson. church. Everything I give Michael Jackson, Woo! I'm going to give it to the yeah, church. So that. it's like, I, I want to go. I, I never heard that. <laughs> I want to go forth. And, and if you there's like. You collab with Michael? What, not, not me. Per, well, the, we, did background, we did background, background vocals. vocals on his record. <laughs> on one of his records. He's well, met Michael before, yeah. bro. You've met Michael. What was that like? I remember I, I walked in the. Um, Actually, there was a. Did I tell this on here before? No. no. I'm sorry. So we did news. this. Uh, we did this. Uh, actually, Michael Jackson. So oh. if anybody says Michael Jackson has albums that he could release today, please trust and believe. Thousands. He has mm. songs that he could release today. So they called for the Andre Crouch singers uh, to sing on Michael Jackson record. When I got that call, I was like, yo, yes, I'm there. Linda McCrary called. So I was like, cool. We did like. Four or five songs, background, just singing and doing creative stuff. His creative director there. It was, it was great. That album never came out. Scratched the whole record. What? So it's sitting somewhere. It's sitting somewhere what? for somebody to release it. So th him and Prince as well. So anyway, Whoa. we did oh, yeah, 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 that, uh, tons yeah. <laughs> of music. So when people talk about that, like it's serious, they have records. So anyway, we're doing the session and we finished the song. We're taking a break to come back to uh, complete the song or whatever. So Chloe, which is Tata Vega daughter. I don't know if you know Tata Vega. Tata Vega is this short Hispanic woman who actually did, if you remember the movie Color Purple, Sister, you've been on my mind. Sounds like this black lady. She's a mm. Hispanic woman, short Hispanic, dope voice. So anyway, Tata Vega, her daughter Chloe, Chloe was probably four, maybe four years old. She came up to me because everybody's kids are our nieces and nephews. Uncle Daniel, is Michael Jackson here? I was like, oh, now this is, you guys, have to, this is like, I was 20 years old. I'm like, this was a long time ago. I was like, I don't know, Chloe. I don't think he's here. So we went and asked his musical director. Um, I was like, yo, is Michael Jackson here? Chloe wants to get his autograph, maybe? He was like, sure, let me check. I'm like, what? Like, we didn't know. Nobody yeah. said, oh, by the way, Michael Jackson is here. So he goes to this room that was in the goes to this room and comes back out. Yeah, he said, give him like two minutes. What? So she had this tablet with a marker. I took her tablet, tore a piece off of it, and had a piece for myself because I'm an autograph too. So, so slowly went to the door, walked inside, opened it back up, and said, come inside. We walked in this small room, which is probably the size of this area just right here. And Michael Jackson was on the couch, and his son, Blanket, was on the floor laying on a jacket. 
And all Michael Jackson said to us, we walked in, I'm looking at him like, he said, watch my son, watch my son, be careful. So we walked in, <laughs> she handed him the tablet, he signed his name, I handed him the piece of paper, he signed his name, handed it back, we said thank you, and walked out. Yeah. I walked out of that room like, I still have that, I know where the paper is, it's in the oh, storage container. The I have the autograph, but yeah, the I have to. So yeah, and we did, so we sang on this record, Speechless. Speechless, speechless is how you make me feel when I'm with you and I'm lost for words. So the Speechless record, the title cut, Andre Crouch Singer sang on that. And I opened up, I remember the album came out. I opened up, took the J card out, looked for my name, Daniel Johnson. I was like, yes. wow. So yeah, I met Michael Jackson, got his autograph, sang on his album. Hi, after that, there was nobody else. Yeah, I mean, there were great too. talents, but after that, I'm good. Prince yeah. will probably have been the next one, but I sang on Michael Jackson's record. I'm I'm good. Wow. So I mentioned all that, like, all the effort, all the uh, personality, the pro professionalism that I gave all the other artists I was working with. I'm giving the same thing to my church. So once you say, let's get started, I'm naturally reserved because I, I, I know the energy. I know the time. I know what I'm about to give. So I can't, I don't know, it's just a part of me. I don't dive right in. I'm just kind of like, all right, let's work this out. Let's see. Now I'm at a place when you push go, when you say let's go, mm -hmm. all of me is in. And I don't want to waste time or energy or, or give things or any of that. And I'm not saying that's what your intentions are, like to say let's test it and all that kind of stuff. You're like, no, let's go. Yeah. So that's why I, I think you had to kind of convince me because I'm like, I know, I guess at the risk of sounding whatever, how this sound cocky or whatever, I know what I bring. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm able to give. And you're questioning that seriousness. And everybody everybody says it, they want to do something. Yeah. And we should do, we sure. should do this. We should do that. And you're always like, yeah. okay, yeah. You know, yeah. But I, I trust I you. That. I totally trust you. I trust, yeah. I trust ALFC. And I'm like, I'm a member. This is my home. So, but even yeah. still, like, I'm kind of surprised that I'll reserve because the other things are like for other people. Those yeah. are for other people. This is for me. When I say me, this is for my church. Like, I'm involved in this. Everybody else's ministry, it's like the yeah, way. you do. I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, like but the weight is on them. Yeah, yeah, you know, right, if something yeah. bombs and I'm on the stage with Israel, which sometimes we had not so good concerts. And I'll be looking at them like, man, you got to explain this. <laughs> All right, get my check. Let me clear. But, I mean, it was still a ministry. I'm not going to treat it like it was. No, I get But yeah, here, I get it's like, saying. no, this, is, this rests on me. It rests on you. It rests on... Pastor Julio, Pastor Diego, Jermaine, it rests on a whole body the, of people. And the church so. coming up and showing up and going, hey, th this is what we see this. This is what yeah. we want. Because yeah. that's why I always leave. That's one of the things I always explain to people because they'll ask stuff like, oh, these movements like Maverick City or Elevation or whatever. Like, yeah. how, how do you think they became what they came in the, in the way? Because that's my, uh, my marketing stuff comes in the background. I said, at some point, a group of people decided that it was special. Mm -hmm. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Like, yeah. at some point, like, you could make anything special if you can right. get enough group of people. Because right. there's a lot of stuff out there that actually sucks. Yeah. But a lot of people love it. <laughs> yeah. Because enough people it. have yeah. defined it and, and said, we think this is great. We think this is going to be great. Yep. And then even if someone drops something that is bad mm -hmm. from something they've done good before, people have convinced themselves that they're ride or die. Like, this is going to be great. They, right. they do that. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like, if you, if you can get your people, your congregation to say, we believe in this. Yeah. Th this is special for us. And yeah. we've had an encounter with God doing it. Mm -hmm. Well, then at that point, anything else on top of that is just a cherry on top. But Absolutely. in order for anything to get there, it's not paying for ads. It's not, you know, like it's not, you know, it, it's not those things. It's not convincing a group of people or paying a group of people to say it. It's not paying a celebrity Absolutely. to co-sign on it. Like all you need 
is a group of people of, of just not not massive in size, but subsequent, yeah. a few hundred. Yeah. Just need a few hundred people mm-hmm. to go, we think this is special. We're for it. We're behind it. And then that's how something becomes something. Just takes a few people. That's it. Yeah. You know, like, and that's all, to me, that's all we, that's all we need. That's yep. all we're focusing on is like keeping our, our And then stuff, that, that you know? first conference is going to be kind of a big, do we want to talk about that? The like concert where we're our doing? Fir- first com- concert or concert in oh. LA? Yeah, we're just, yeah, we, we can talk, talk about, about it now. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about it now. I'm sure, I'm sure by the time sure? this airs, tickets will yeah. be live. So, okay. um, um, but yeah, I mean, we rented out one of the most historic theaters in LA, the Wiltern to drop this sound, you know, uh, the sound. So it's a big deal. I mean, we, cause we, I think we think it's, spe- I think it's special enough. And then I'm saying we, like, we think it's special enough. And I think mm-hmm. to me, I, I don't know music enough. So I think it's special as a consumer uh, who's been in the room, who's been part of the ideation process, but hearing from people who are far more gifted in the industry than me and talented like Daniel and others who go, mm-hmm. I love this. You know, when you have guys that have worked with Bruno Mars, that have worked with other big names, Israel and Ty Tribbett, and they're in the room and they're going, I think this is probably one of the best projects I've worked on in a decade. Yeah. Then you go, okay. Like yeah. Adam's opinion means nothing compared to those opinions who are actually doing this day in and, and day and out. And you, you, you might, know, you might uh, think that, and I see why you think that your opinion made, but I want to, I want to, like I said, with my stair stepping into the belief of saying we're actually doing this. I think that moment, because you called me in your office on a Sunday morning, two Sundays ago or whatever, three Sundays ago, and you were just like, yo, I have an idea. Now, I knew it was special because worship is about to start in like 15 minutes. And he's like, yo, can you just meet me in my office real quick? I'm like, what in the world is happening? Yo, I have this idea. If we do this, if we do this, and blah, blah, blah. He talked about the wheel turn, and I think at that moment, I was still like coming up, but I was like, this dude is serious. Because it's not like, yeah. oh, let's just, we can do it on a Sunday, which would still be great. Let's do it on a Sunday morning and introduce it to our congregation. That's what I had in mind. Yeah. This dude talked about, you know, let's do the Wiltern Theater, and I think we could do this and, and sell some tickets and blah, blah. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> and and I hate to say it, it shouldn't take that, but sometimes that's what it takes for me, my, my yeah. whole makeup, for me to believe, like, people are really into this. Because... Mm. Listen, I, I keep saying it, but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Once you push play, there's no pushing pause or stop. Mm. Once you push you play. Commit. Well, it, you can't put your stuff goes. out there and then, and then someone goes, I'm going to go visit that church. And then all exactly. of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden we're, you know, yeah. great. Is all, you know, like, like, that what? was my whole thing. And You'll I was telling like, you, what? yeah, it was on Spotify. So when he was like, you know? yo, let's, we'll turn this joint up. And I'm yeah. looking for other theaters too. Like maybe the will turn is it. And that, I must admit right here. I was thinking the wheelchair might not be available, or Pastor Adam gonna think uh, the the fee, or he's gonna get wind of the fee and be like, "We can't do the wheelchair." So let me just go ahead, and that's what my faith was low. Let me go ahead and look for some other theaters, <laughs> look for some other theaters because the wheelchair is gonna be booked up, and he's gonna be like, "No to it because it's too pricey." Blah blah blah. And he was like, "Nah." I called her. She called me back. They're looking into it. I was like, "Dang, Daniel. Dang, <laughs> Daniel." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was just little moments, and that's just how I work. Yeah. Little moments of, let me throw this at you, Daniel, like, increase your faith, and I've been increasing, and it's like, okay, we're serious about this thing. Yeah. I know how I can be, so I'm just mm. saying that. And I think this this whole this whole podcast, is this, this one is good for, I mean, all of them, of course, but this one is good for the congregation to really understand, like, how we're navigating this thing and how we're coming into this and how we're serious about it. This isn't just music, like, okay, let's just 
let's just put something out. Nah, it's not just yeah. something. Mm. It's not just something. This is real to us. This is what we do. And for some of us, it's our profession. It's our livelihood. And we can't really just do it and just stick a toe in. There is no, I, I ain't no toes with me. My whole body is diving in this thing. So yeah. And how whatever that means for you, you know, I I know what I I'm I'm good. Jermaine is is on board. I got to train up some other vocalists. We got to. There's work to be done. My, there's work to be, and my brain yeah. just goes a million miles. Like when I leave this desk, I'm going back to my desk. Yeah. And I'm about to be on some stuff. I'm super excited about it. And I know some people can't be excited about it because they're like, what is it? What's about to yeah, happen? Right. What yeah, exactly yeah. is the sound? What yeah. exactly about the, they're about to do? But I can't wait to let y'all hear it. And then even at the wheel turn, it's going to be great. But I can't wait to bring that back here on this platform on a Sunday morning. And our congregation yeah. is like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna... yeah. The wheel turn is just a play. I think you yeah. should. I think you should celebrate God yeah. dreams. I think you should Absolutely. celebrate visions. And, w- and when we saw this project come full circle, it... It deserved, you know, a space that felt historic because, you know, we just we just we fell in love with with what the music had become. And and us and you got to think like we have a rough mix, like part of our head is going. I know how this will sound live. I know what this experience will be like. So a lot of it I could I could share with you the song right now and you'll say, oh, it's incredible. But the way that what Mm -hmm. you're saying, Adam, I don't see that. Well, that's because I know. I know that this is made to be live. It's yeah. meant to be congregational. So Absolutely. I'm filling in that gap. So I know what will be when you get believers in the room and then you get the band in the room and we're doing these things together, celebrating joyfully, having a good time. So I know, you know, they're doing that part and that hard work. And then I'm doing um, my hard part, which like the only gift I have on this world is I, I can gather people. That's one thing I can do. I, I like I have found yeah. over the years yeah, that's there's true. one gift that's true, I have. Man. I can get I can tell people what something will be like before you see it and get you to believe that. And we're gonna deliver it. And it's genuine. Well the but thing with Adam one, is you know, he'll tell me somebody he knows or somebody a relationship and um, at first it'll sound like uh, like an insane asylum patient. <laughs> like that's like, hey, I I saw Elvis. I know Elvis, he's my brother. And it's like <laughs> like that's how I'm like, Oh, that's cute, Adam. And then the next week I'll meet the guy. I'm like, What oh, you weren't lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way we felt. Like, yeah. like we, we we rehearsed this music. He wants to bring these people in, fly these people in, and, and bring them all together so we can create, you know, uh, of this sound that's our own. And I'm thinking, like, normally when you do rehearsals, you do rehearsal hall. We got the space here to rehearse. He was like, yo, let's find a studio and go in. I'm like, you know that's more, more funds and stuff. But I got to honestly say, what our congregation is investing in is going to straight be beneficial, not only to our church, but to the masses. Like, I just want it's them kingdom. to know, like, it's straight yeah. up kingdom. Like, yeah. And I was so encouraged uh, 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 Friday night and also Sunday when we made the announcement, Vision Sunday. And people were just like, "Woo, this is really good. Like, that just makes me yeah. feel like, okay, oh, our yeah, folk are ready for fire, something man. that's ours. That oh, yeah, Corey, fire. wherever Corey is. Yeah, Corey, you killed that Horrible mini job dog, on that, bro. Corey. Horrible. Ooh, no, great job. Man, no, that was really dope. It was yeah. enough to salivate, and that's what Corey and I talked about was – was uh was was salivating uh, you know getting people excited and yeah. 
And that's the hard work. I mean, that, mainly that's like if people are like, Adam, what's your role in this season? Like, this is my role. Like, I'm involved in Corey's side with video. I'm yeah. involved in the podcast. I'm involved in getting this music live. And then, and then I preach and teach the Bible on Sundays. Yeah. Like, that, that is my gift mix. That, mm-hmm. that, is my, that is my thing. I know how to release and send people. Like, that's yeah. just one thing I know how to do. I know how to gather a room, and I know how to release people. I know how to not have my ego in that space. I know how to not try to drive the attention to to and like towards me in that in that sense like I do believe that I'm unique and I have a voice to preach and teach but what I mean is like I'm in the room and I'm like and Phil knows we talk about this all the time is like put the put the gifted people in the room and let the gifted people talk even when we were in the studio and there was one person that was like, Adam, do you like this? I'm like, what do I know? Let those artists create. Like, let yeah. them create. Get mm-hmm. out the way. Yeah. Like, that ain't my space. And I think a lot of times, even sometimes a couple of you guys were like, Pastor Adam, is that good? Are you happy? I'm like, I'm going to be happy when you guys are happy. That's when I'm going to be ha- happy. Like, I don't yeah. know a thing about that instrument. We just wanted to, playing, we right? definitely wanted to keep and you in. I respected in and, that. Yeah, and it meant yeah. a lot. And I had a great time. But I'm like, I want the people who know this best. So if Corey's doing like, Hey Adam, where do you think we should put the camera? I'm like, you Corey, you just, your jam. Like <laughs> you put the camera where you know it needs to go. Yeah. I'm just going to make sure that, that you guys feel supported. That's what I'm going to do. Right. Definitely and then, it. um, and then I'm going to make sure we as people get behind it because we know how much work I know how much work that has. So I can I can drive people to say uh, this this is going to be special and it's going to be yeah. a great time. And it, and and if you don't like it, you just may be tone deaf. No, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> and it may no, be- the only reason you're not going to like it is you don't like to dance during worship or you don't like to have a good time during worship. Oh, you're so you, traditional. You know, like you did, did be the only person who doesn't like it. You know, I know somebody who uh, might not like it. Who's I know a handful of people that would in the front row, right? And don't stand up. Everybody has it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Daniel, we been going for the headshots today. <laughs> Sit on the front row with his Bible and won't get up. That's anyway, <laughs> I'm like, move, man. Clap well, your hands. Anyway, all right. They're elderly. <laughs> um, That's a true worship leader. <laughs> right. Right. Um, oh God. But yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. We'll turn tickets are probably. By this time, by the time this airs, ALFC did faith. I can almost guarantee they're going to be on there. So yeah. if you guys want to join us on the Wiltern July night for a worship night, let's go. It's going to be great. We're going to have teaching and preaching because yeah. not everything should just be music. So, but it's going to be large Why emphasis, uh, large emphasis of all music. Well, yeah. not I'm concert, joking, but joking. yeah. <laughs> Either way, it'll be short. But the most of it, most <laughs> of it is the most of it is the emphasis on we're going to do the music and it's songs everyone knows. And we talked yeah. about this ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, for all those that register and get a ticket. Uh, the week before, you're going to get sent the song list, not in our version, but you're going to get sent the song list so that you can listen to the songs during the week. Yeah. Come prepared to know. They're ones everyone so knows, yeah. but you come prepared to know the songs, and then you're going to hear our collection of them that are going to blow your mind. Yeah. Because a lot of these songs you have to hear. If you hear the original and hear our version, you go, oh my gosh, that's a complete you know, flip yeah. on its head. It's crazy. It's 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 a good time. It's a great. It's good to worship. Yeah. It's emphasis on congregational. Yeah. And what we want to do is take these tracks, these stems, and get them to other churches in America who are going. Hey, can we get some? Because some of the songs are worship songs that we took slow ones, yeah. and we and we and we mm-hmm. ramped them up. We paced them up yep. to be more of that in between mid tempo. Yeah. So so um, 
for those pastors and leaders who are going, that pastor over there who's like, I just wish there was some more minority stuff that sounded more modern. Well, we got you. <laughs> you go. And we're going to give you the stems for it, you know, in the summertime <laughs> at some point. And so you'll, whether you have a full band like we're going to have or, or you don't, you'll be able to play yeah. the instruments through the computer and have a piano and a, uh, you know, a drum set. Yep. That's all you need. This was great. I'm hungry at this point. Um, what a great time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this was awesome. I love Thanks, I Daniel. This Daniel. was awesome, no, Thank man. you, guys. I think, Congrats. yeah, so informative. Like, if I was sitting watching this podcast, I'd be like, whoa, I didn't know that about the church. Whoa, I didn't know that about music. Whoa, I didn't know that about creativity. Whoa, I think it's great. I think a lot of people can benefit from this. Yeah. Like, in this episode, so this episode and the last one we just did was a nice little break from uh, the, the dating stuff that we've been doing lately. So. <laughs> but before we you leave, say something viral. controversial. Yeah, say something viral in the dating world. Say Caleb. something. Uh, say something a red pill, uh, blue pill, black pill thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, give us a rest. But then our next. music sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every single writer should know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't listen to Air One. Is purgatory. It was pretty. <laughs> pretty that pretty, was. Hey, Caleb, how do you feel about couples who hold hands during worship? <laughs> Bam. I've seen them. I've seen them, actually. I'm like, yeah. are you getting turned on? Uh, hold is this for you or God? I don't it know. was special. I saw a couple oh. recently during worship. They like had a moment of prayer together during the worship. But I thought that was pretty special. Oh, cool. Um, I'm, I'm like, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but it was nice. It was nice. It was romantic. I thought kudos on it's them. Too hot. Let our, my hand go. our next episode is going to be a Father's Day episode, so um, nice. I'm not going to make any promises on what fathers will be here on Father's Day. Not in terms of the audience, but the fathers themselves. We're trying to yeah, go for my dad. No. We're trying to go for my grandpa. He's a no. So, uh, so if no. we don't have my grandpa, me and Caleb will pick some type of father figure in our life to represent that. Otherwise, Dope. you know, we'll have my dad with us and do Father's Day in an audience. So. I'd share the website, but by then it's probably going to be already full. So, so look forward to next week. Father's Day episode is going to be a blast. Thanks, guys. Oh.